Who's Johnny? A pitch to Johnny? I'm Johnny. Little Giants. Yeah, you're muted, buddy. You're muted. Why did you mute my mic? I had a good intro. Good. If you would have just left it alone to begin with, Tanner, it would have nailed it. It comes off automatically because you, you muted me. It messed it up. A pitch to Johnny during the six minutes in the it intro. It was a pitch to Johnny. Who's Johnny? Oh, gosh. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another great LTS show. I'm fired up already. Uh, I am your host, Bodkins. We're back. And... Football is back, according to some people. No, the fuck it's not. That is not football on TV. I could care absolute less about the football that's going on right now during this Hall of Fame game. I could care less. I could care less. I care more about the ingrown hair on my ass than I do about that football game that's going on right now. I don't care about it. You might as well just turn on the CFL, the XFL, run down to your local high school team and watch them play seven on seven. That's what it's like out there. We're not seeing the stars. We're not seeing Aaron Rodgers. We're not seeing Garrett Wilson. They go, they're not playing in this game. They're not going to play all preseason, folks. All I care is that both teams have fun and both teams come out healthy. That's all that matters. Can we just get to the regular season? Week one is when football is back. Don't give me this preseason bullcrap Hall of Fame game, the least game that absolutely matters of anything uh, tonight. Don't give me this football is back. Go turn on a baseball game. We just had the trade deadline. My Cubs are hot right now. Go turn on that, baby. Not this boring-ass bullshit football game. All right, let's get into the show. We got a great show. We got the guys joining us. Uh, it is our AFC. Speaking of bullshit, we got the AFC South preview, and that the whole division is a bunch of dog shit, and we're going to break it down tonight with our Just Fans guys. We're going to be having a, talking a little post-UFC 273 with our guy Witt, a little Spence Crawford as well. Man, I'm fired up tonight. I needed this. Let's go. Uh, we're going to bring in Johnny. Uh, Johnny is rocking the Limp Biscuit Fred Durst New York Yankees hat tonight. <laughs> Oh, that that's a that's how you start the show, bro. I love the energy. Um, yeah, I had to pull out the the fresh red Yankees. This is the best thing that's going on in the Yankee season right now is this hat because the team is absolute garbage right now. 
Um, but we're here to talk about football, so you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to talk about baseball, but um, yeah, I, I'm not much into this game either, especially because it's the Jets. But honestly, it's just it's it's the Hall of Fame game, it's just people running around that that may not be on this team in a couple weeks. So, um, but yes, football is here, and you know, what I'm saying that's that's cool and everything. But when we get into the second, third preseason game and see what happens, he was even that playing. doesn't matter, Johnny. The, I mean, it the, matters the real to me guys. because it, it matters to me because I care about my team and like the the, the end of the roster. I care about might, my team. I care about week shit. one. That's yeah. who I care so about I, when I, I'm I feel roster. you. I feel you. But I, I let I, me ask I'm you more, this: before I'm we more get into it than you are. Than I guess as far as preseason. I can, I don't care. That's like caring about preseason baseball. All thirty games for the whole I month of March. I could care less. I don't. I don't care about. I don't that care, man. Shit. I don't just care nothing. about guys be getting through it healthy, like you said, definitely. Which I've already, you know, get healthy. Already hey. into that. Get through it healthy, but yeah, I want to exactly. see the young kids. See who's developing. You'll say, see if our draft picks are taking that ex, that next step. Uh, I'll, Eric, I'll pay Eric attention Ezekama, to the minor league game. Eric as a combo wide receiver, we got last year who didn't play one snap this you know this past season, but supposedly got the offense, and then he gets hurt today. You know what I'm saying? So that's the shitty part. You know what I'm saying? But I, I like to see the young guys and see who's gonna step up and develop and stuff like that. But so I'm a little bit more into it than you are. But I feel you I, know. I just you know not, saying? like I, it, it ain't the end of the world. If I don't watch two minutes of it, it ain't the end of the world. I don't give I don't give a shit. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I want to see my team. It, it is. It, let me ask you about the. I want to ask you about the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees <laughs> made they they made one small move. They didn't do your sell. Um, what what's your feel? Are the Yankees headed for dead last? I got. I hope so. I, I you know I'm saying like just because I'm 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 riding that petty boat that that you ride or that you steer actually. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, just to piss off the fans that get on my nerves, the Yankee fans that get on my nerves. Um, I, I I don't mind them shit in the bed. To be completely honest, I mentioned this. I don't know if you remember, you know, a couple months ago, once he got hurt, uh, Aaron Judge got hurt. I said, yo, just shut him down for the rest of the year. We got him nine more years, and let's try to trade off whatever pieces we got now because they weren't they weren't playing bad at the time. You could have got rid of some pieces there, in my opinion, and and try to you know say try to break it down earlier. But they they got this false sense that they were actually gonna try and do something, and they couldn't do shit, and then did absolutely nothing to make themselves better either by subtracting or adding on. They added on a, a reliever and and they bought a pitcher basically. That's it. They so they did nothing basically. I mean they didn't get rid of anybody. They didn't, you know, like well, I felt like I mean, my Cubs like I, made moves to to yeah. bolster now and in the future. No, yeah, uh, dude, a bunch of organizations did that. You know, even though, you know, it's funny that the Mets, you know, are the completed the biggest disappointment possibly in baseball history, having like a $350, $400 million payroll, and they're selling all people you know, before August 1st. So, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they're bringing back young pieces, and they're going to build up their farm system. We did absolutely zip, zilch, nothing, bro. We got a relief I never heard of, and that's about it. And Brian Cashman has the, the nerve to say, oh, well, we're in it to win it. Really? Like we're, we're like yeah, two games over. We're two that. games over five hundred, bro. Like, come on, man. So don't lie to us. Just be like, it, it's I, funny I, you mentioned. I, I, I couldn't get. Shit it, it's done. funny you mentioned. Before we bring in Scott, it's funny you mentioned the Mets. The Mets are paying $131.8 million uh, or billion do- million dollars for players to not play for them. Uh, more than 12, uh, 12 other ba- payrolls in all of baseball. 
They're that paying about right, but higher worth, more money for, for like players not to play for them than more, he, more he than 12 uh, other payrolls in all of baseball. He, he's the new George Steinbrenner, bro, but with more, with more money. You're saying he's worth like 11, <laughs> $12 billion, so he don't give a – he don't care. He he said it, and it was smartly. He was like, no, nah, let's, let's trade some of these guys, and let's, I'll pay for it, and we'll get some, some good young players. Because by them, by them paying the salaries, they got better pit, you know, what I'm saying better prospects back. So they're gonna wind up with like a top ten prospect, you know, what I'm saying top ten in all of baseball after these these few trades. So I like what they did. You know, what I'm saying as embarrassing as it is that they they had to blow it up, but at least they did something with it. We did dick shit, and you know, what I'm saying with nothing, and we're probably gonna be last in the division and. Hopefully some some people, you know what I'm saying, some position changes or something. You know, somebody mentioned Brian Cashman maybe going to president and they get another GM. Please. That that would be great. Because they, they need somebody else to to sign some players, bro. Yeah. Hey, let's go ahead. We'll bring in um, Mr. Gambler himself, our own Hall of Fame. We're, we're watching this crappy Hall of Fame game. I'd like to see Scott Cope play in the Hall of Fame game. Our own <laughs> Hall of Famer, Mr. Scott Cope. Scott, Listen. it, it must have been uh Haircut night at the nursing home. Keith Engel special right here. <laughs> Keith Engel took special pride in giving me the haircut. So I'm very happy with it. Uh, I had to throw Keith a $10 tip so we could go to bingo tonight. So I could have this time to be on the show. So And I, I had to cut it I short. Took jet, and I took the Jets because Zach Wilson – Said he saw a couple of hot mums in the stands, so I <laughs> he was motivated to play tonight. So nice. <laughs> he's not winning on the field, but he's winning off the field. He he could be winning both places. Thirteen to nothing Jets right now. So <laughs> right, true. Nick, you have no interest in John Kelly Jr. of the Cleveland Browns tonight. <laughs> Who? John, <laughs> John Kelly Sr. loves John Kelly Jr. So I'm just saying, you know. I know Joe Kelly, the baseball pitcher. Yeah, well, football is kind of back. Back to the Dodgers. Not back yet, but it is kind of back. It's not back. It's not. This is like like telling a a paraplegic that he can wiggle his toes and he's going to walk. Come on. That's not. We're not back. You're back. You can wiggle your toes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, back. (laughs) All right. We got some love here from Oki Packer Fantan. What's up, bro? (laughs) He's loving the Reggie White. The rest of white jersey. This is an idea for a cruising top five, not for nothing. The top five best, you're know, saying free agent signings in NFL history. They're saying that's one of my ideas for one. And, and Reggie's gonna be in that top five. Just it just depends where. No but, doubt. Um, you know, so bet bet wise today I took the Jets. Um they would get they were given a point. I, I just I just thought that with Zach Wilson starting the quarterback, the Jets would be in a much better position than Kellen Mond in Cleveland. So I took the Jets. I took Texas on the money line. The Rangers, Scherzer started today. I took his strikeout prop, which was over seven and a half. He struck out nine. Um, it was shaky for a while. Texas was down three nothing for a while before before they finally woke up. So I didn't bet a lot today. There wasn't a lot on the slate today that I, that I liked. I didn't know. I wanted to bet the Cubs, but I just was not sure about how the Reds would perform tonight. After we scored 20 and 15, Scott, I, I would have thought we wouldn't score another run for the next two weeks. That's that's what I'm saying. That that's that was my fear tonight that the bats would go silent or 
or David Ross would bet would rest Bellinger and whoever else he could find the bench. But they're up four one right now, so um, you know they they're for real right now. They're for real. They're only three games out of the day. yeah. It's music to my ears, baby. We're back, oh. baby. That's what's back, yeah. Scott. Not football. The Cubs, baby. The Cubs are back. I say that until we play Jonathan's Braves on a three-game set and get swept. Uh, the baseball of- show Tuesday before you before you go to San Montana. I said that the Cubs took a sigh of relief after the trade deadline was over and they got rid of nobody. And now they're they're hitting the, the ball fans. Did I think the fans did right? The yeah, fans. they did. They did too. <laughs> Jed Hoyer. We had to have his arms tied down to not not make a trade. So, yeah, don't don't call Jed. Don't call anybody. We're not taking no longer taking calls. <laughs> Ricketts went down to the secretary and said, "Jed, hey, if anybody calls Jed about uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, t- just hang up. Say we're not taking calls." <laughs> so she wouldn't patch any Cody Bellinger calls through through to Jed Hoyer. Uh, it. Uh, Anyway, we got we're talking the AFC South tonight, so I know this guy's super pumped, and we're gonna bash his team all night long. Uh, none other than uh, Mister First Down Sam. What it is? Oh What's God. up, what is, Nick Pockets at the club, whining like a bitch. That's what I hear. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Just because, just because Ooh, you don't know you, anything Nick. other than Ooh, Titans football, the oh, Titans aren't even playing. Funny. Honey, come on, baby. Don't be this way. Come on, man. Hey, hey. Sam, this is like, the reason I don't like it is because, like, when my mom was telling my dad was coming back with his cigarettes after missing for five years being in prison, he never came back. So uh, I always, when people tell me they're back and it's not really the real deal and it was my stepdad sliding in, that's the reason I don't like it back. Don't give me this phony bullshit. Well, okay. Well, I'm sorry that you've tied a personal thing into it, Cupcake. All right, you want to you want me to give you a, a dollar for quarters to go to the arcade uh, or something like that? Anyway, how we doing tonight, boys? How excited are you to talk about AFC South? Pretty excited. I like uh, I like the division. I don't think it's totally bullshit. I think it's somewhat intriguing. Not all the teams, not as intriguing as some other divisions, but you know, there's some. It's the worst division in the AFC, Sam. It's the worst division in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that. I just don't think it's complete bullshit like you're making it out to be. So, yeah, you know, you got to embellish a little, Sam. Speaking of embellishing. And speaking of embellishing, this guy's been embellishing my Packers record and still won't make a bet on it yet, which is also driving me nuts. Uh, Give it up for our. Crappy producer who's muting wow. me all the time on the intro. Wow. Not the buffoon himself, Tanner D. Nick chose violence today, ladies and gentlemen. He chose it <laughs> willingly. Oh, my. What is going on here? Now, now you're muting you're, you're you're yourself. Tanner, Tanner, can I? Can I can Tanner, I don't up? let him shake you. Don't let him shake leave you, the, Tanner. <laughs> leave the betting to me, please, Nick. Leave Bob the betting we. to me. We, I, we. I, I, will, I will speak for Tanner in terms of betting, please. So. <sighs> I, is oh, Scott yeah. your agent? I got to bet. We got to bet this game. Damn, the nice. Packers are, uh, wins through Scott. Here's the thing. This bet's coming, right? This bet's coming. Okay. Yes, Sam. That is music. That is music. Okay. Sam on the show, and we just got to jam out. You know, we got to relax, have a little minute. You know, take a break, Nick. Take a break. By the way, you're going to get us kicked off of YouTube. No, this is YouTube approved music from <laughs> YouTube itself. So I made sure of that. Okay. This isn't my other one. I won't play right now. Look here. Preseason is awesome. I enjoy it. I go to training camps. Okay. Preseason is Pre- good stuff. Testify. 
Dewan Jones, by the way, I don't know if you've seen. I don't. I know you're not watching Nick, but he no. is a massive freaking human being. You know, I don't think he, he he probably sits on the practice squad or their their depth. But I mean, there's so many penalties in this game. It's so sloppy. It's exactly awesome. exactly no, it's not. I get I get from a fan experience. I would go to the game. I get like as a fan going to training camps and, and like getting uh getting signatures and, and, and watching it but i'm not i i don't want i'm not putting it on my tv i'd rather watch i'll rather watch a movie i've seen over uh 200 times uh give me yeah, well, i'll sure. watch terminator 2 over watching this stuff you, you got the hammer let's check swat net so every bad take i hear from you it's bam and it's gonna be bam again oh bam. my god What's going on with Nick? Uh oh. I'm trying to find my hammer. I don't know where it's at. Find it. I got so much stuff laying I, around. I, I, now. Use all the I actually got ours in like a big mix. Uh, if you watch my show on After Dark Fantasy Football After Dark after the show, you'll hear oh, here it is. everybody's music essentially. <laughs> Get it. He's got the hammer. Too <laughs> full. You do exist still, man. Hey, man. We've hey, been there it is. Too full. It's true. Terminator 2 is great. It's fantastic. Too full. Real quick, too full. Can I just say something? Can I just say something? Tanner's football after dark is is great. Okay, the music the music's okay. All right, first of all, YouTube music. Yeah. Um, but if you if you really want to know, you know, takes and stuff like that in fantasy football, watch fantasy football after dark. It it I've watched the first two episodes. It's really good, and and I think I'm going to be on tonight with Tanner. Yep. So, so uh, yep. twofold. Just so you know, the buffoons last night were asking me, "Hey, I haven't seen Twofold in a while, so you have to tune in next Wednesday with the buffoons." So, because they are missing you. We're glad you're around, Twofold. Uh, you guys, Sam, you said I chose violence. So, speaking of violence, we had a lot of violence on Saturday night. Uh, let's go ahead. Oh yeah, and we bring- did bring in our guest. It was Spence Crawford violence down in Salt Lake City. Now the new nickname is called Head Kick City UFC 273. We missed him on Sunday. Uh, give it up for our guy. Host of the Rec Room Sports. Host of Hear Me Out. Our co-host of Hear Me Out with Tanner. You catch it right here on the LTS Network. Not other than Whip Baby! And There's that boy. <laughs> I, I missed so much. I miss you guys so much on Sunday. Had a little family emergency, but bow, I got that same energy. Okay, you know when it's combat, it's combat hat time. Okay, so I, I, I'm ready to talk all about it. What's going on, guys? How's everybody Power doing? Things at home, what up, what up? Yeah, before we get started, everything good at home? Everything good? Oh yeah, no, everything's gravy now. Just you know, one of those, one of those. Oh snap! Let's just go to the hospital. I don't care what you say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> baby girl, baby girl, okay. Was it yes. the baby girl? We just need to know. Yeah, no, no, yeah, baby's fine. Baby's fine. Uh, okay, good, <laughs> good, good. good. I, she was so upset of her picks on uh, on UFC uh, 293 <laughs> that she threw herself into a tantrum. I get it because she was following her dad's lead, and I tried to tell her uh, exactly to listen to Bodkins instead of Dad. Yeah, it's hey, the one hey, time look. I don't listen to Nick, dude. What's right? The hell? Was, hey, you was you was picking him. You was picking him. You had it. You did. I give you that. Man. I missed you had you had Gaethje, so I'll give you that one. Uh, man, nobody saw that head kick coming. Head kick city is now Salt Lake City. It's called Head Kick City. That's that two ninety one. Um, in my opinion, that the 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 main card was right up there with the with like the top five of this year. I think. Um, of course. I gotta give I gotta give a shout out to to my guy, man, Derek Lewis. 
the king, the knockout king. Uh, oh yeah. Show. Literally, uh, you know, it, it. You know, everybody's talking about the BMF belt, and we got Jorge Masvidal in the ring. But the biggest man in the room pulls a flying knee at, in the very beginning. I, I mm-hmm. thought that was crazy, hey, wait, and, and it worked. Wait, what do you think that Mormon oh, stopped the next day after this big black man took off his pants, <laughs> threw his cup out into the crowd, gave everybody the sucker? So you think that Mormons got together the very next day at City Hall and was like, "Look, UFC did a lot of money. They brought a lot of things into this city, but we can't have that big black motherfucker ever back into this city ever again because hey. we saw some shit we weren't supposed to see." Listen, man, I the the, the I got I got reports from uh, my man Greg Ostertag. Y'all remember Greg Ostertag? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, I heard he was out in the streets with Derek Lewis for a little while. You know. The Mormons were around, but they they made way when they seen Ostertag and Derek Lewis together. You know that's a party when you see that type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man. But hey, listen, in my in my opinion, some of the things that, that caught me off guard was how big, uh, you know, we we saw Perea fight Izzy, right? And of course, he had to cut crazy weight. What the fuck? But then to see him against Black Blaskowitz, right? Are they not high? like? Is he not a monstrous person? Period. You know he is. I told you that he's huge. He's the boogeyman, literally. And and I thought that was a crazy fight. Of course, you you called that one. Pereira who who did you have I, in that fight? Though I thought it was close. I had it scored Pereira just by a smidge. Uh, is that who you had it uh, on the, on your scorecard? Uh, for me, I had I had Pereira just a little bit over. Because I thought that time that the the time that he spent uh, on the ground, it was a it was in a much dom- more dominant position, and most of the time, in terms of the way they they do the scoring, that is what put him over the top. Now, in any other case, I would have thought that Black Swiss's wrestling would have been, you know, more prevalent. But it's just it's obvious that Pereira's just a freak of nature. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and even even when they were standing up toe to toe, I kept looking like. He's he's is he really that big? You know, but but truly and honestly, um, he's a freak of nature. For him to have cut that much weight to fight Izzy two, three, four times basically, um, was crazy. But now I think he's found a home in a division where he's going to be comfortable, and it's going to be hard for uh you know Dana White to find somebody unless they're from Dagestan to fight <laughs> to fight him and 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 go up against him and, and and you know give him really good competition. His his wrestling defense impressed me, and it looks like we're gonna get him versus Yuri Prohaska. Uh, sign me up. Uh, you know that's gonna be a absolute war. Two kickboxers uh, that are gonna. There won't be a ground. He won't have to defend the ground game because Yuri's not gonna shoot on him. We're gonna stand and bang uh, later on this year. Right. And listen, when the come and another thing is, a lot of times we're not paying attention to who's moving up in these divisions based on. You know these other UFC, the UFC fight nights. I'm I'm really looking forward to the the one that they're probably going to have towards the end of the year because, of course, Gaethje's going to have to fight for that title. And like the act, you know, the BMF belt. I, I can't lie; it's a uh, what I would like to call a, a supplemental title. You know, it's 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 cool to have, but you want the main. You want the. Right. You want it's, the main it, belt. It, it's like in wrestling, right, where you got the USA, the US title, or the Intercontinental title. Uh, you know, now Gaethje will probably looks like he'll get the hopefully the winner of um, uh, 
uh, who is it? Makachev and Oliver. Let me ask you this before. What do you make of Connor's statements? That uh, originally Gaethje's like, I'm not fighting him. Then I think somebody whispered into his ear and said, hey, if you fight Connor, you're going to make X amount of dollars. Because then he said, sign the contract. Uh, what do you make of Connor Connor's statement in this whole Michael Chandler situation? I, the, the, the crazy part is right now, um, of course, with the mix-up with – uh, the Chandler and Connor fight possibly not being on due to speculations and other things behind the scenes. Like Connor knows you got to strike while the iron's hot. He's on TV every Tuesday. He looks huge. I don't know if you guys watch the Ultimate Fight on Tuesday nights, hey. but <laughs> I, I think I think really, you know, if if you look at what they did, um, I just watched it the other day. Connor got his uh, his personal chef on there. And they were drinking Irish stew. Who puts, yeah. you know, pounds of of you know, a grade A beef in a pot with like four, 40 loggers? Who does that? Irish people. That's who does. <laughs> and, and potatoes. <laughs> and if you eat like that on a regular, I mean, just I, the, you you're going to be a massive a massive person. And for me, yeah, right he, now, hey, he's eating know. something else. It's, he's eating something else. <laughs> I mean, I thought he, I thought he was doing a, a, a little fun stuff on the. You know, these last oh, he's doing that parties. too. He's doing that. He, yeah, this last <laughs> doing couple that too. I see Connor. He's a little, you know, where's it going at, Mike? You know, he's wilding out. But shout out to Connor McGregor. I, I, I think he's realizing. Look, if I'm not going to fight one guy, I'm definitely going to fight another. Period. It is. It's, it's time. Um, and then for me, of course, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Dustin Poirier. Like you know, Poirier literally went in there. In my opinion, you know, it, you can't really. You can't really call it a bad loss, you know. It was a head kick, an unseen head kick. But every moment before them, they were neck and neck. They were, they were, yeah. literally, they were literally right there. And it was, it was leading, you know, leaning towards one of those. Oh, this is gonna go all five rounds. They're gonna stand up and punch all day. You know what I'm saying? Something that we look forward to as UFC fans is, you know, something like the old school slobber knockers. You know what I mean? Where, where, okay. I understand, you know, uh, jujitsu and, and wrestling is important, but you know, I, I don't want to see like two guys rolling around on the ground for four for twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to see that. Exactly. What it was starting to look like, uh, very very similar to uh, Poirier Gaethje one before Gaethje came out and said, you know what, I'm just going to end it <laughs> and, and hit him with the head kick, man. But I I, I thought 291 was great from top to bottom once again, and, and Bakins, man. I gotta talk to you, bro. They got that thing they keep on putting up on the screen where they go and make some UFC matches. I think we need to do that. Uh, I did it. I, I, I sent in my sweepstakes. I, I've done it. I sent in my sweepstakes already. We're gonna. I'm gonna talk to Tanner. We're gonna. We're gonna do a side quest. That's gonna be our side quest. We're gonna do a side LTS quest. side quest and just do it on. Do it on the on, on the Let's Talk Sports Show. See if we can get that done one day. Hey, that no doubt, no doubt. Hey, I know you watched Spence Crawford. I I didn't. I admit, like I went back and watched a little bit. Crawford just pieced him up from. I mean, outside of the first round, Spence. Do you think? Do you think those car accidents that it just slowed him down, and he's just not the same guy anymore? All right, let's let's. All right, let's. We got now. We got to put on the boxing manager hat, okay? Um, you, a lot of times, you know, people talk about ring walks, you know. And how you how you come to the ring and speaks towards how you're gonna fight. I don't know when the last time I've actually seen Eminem anywhere doing anything, but I it was over after there. that. It right. was over. Yeah. It was after I see Eminem rapping. I'm like, yeah, okay, knees weak, arms are heavy. 
Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. I was oh, like, oh, God. Oh, oh, he works hard, but it keeps on forgetting what he um, wrote down. Their whole crowd rose so loud. He opened his mouth, but the words don't come out. But the words Thank won't you. come out. He's right. choked, choked up. Hey, choked hey, up hey, over hey. there. And it, t- it, touched the vein. it touched the vein in my heart. Like I was like, hey, he doesn't, he's not expecting this at all. Um if you noticed what was going on was um Spence was like, oh shit, this motherfucker really did get Eminem to come out yeah. with him. <laughs> yeah, you gotta lose yourself. Okay, like the, the whole point was the but prior to the match in the pre in the pre-fight uh interviews and everything, he was going, Yeah, you know, I'm the big shark, I'm the big fish, blah blah blah. Crawford came out with a shark net on his shoulder, okay. And uh-huh. once I saw that, I was like, Yeah, he's he's he probably switched up everything. He was like, Let me get a new outfit. I'm not even gonna wear this crap, I'm just gonna put on black, I'm gonna whip his ass. But um, back to the point, man, one thing, you know, post-fight that I realized, um, and several fighters mentioned it, and I had to kind of do some more research on it, um, Oscar De La Hoya, one of the, you know, one of the, you know, top 20 boxers ever to touch the ring, said it first. He said, look, we don't know what necessarily happened in that car accident because they covered a lot of it up. In the, in the state of Texas, Errol Spence is really like, you know, uh, 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 a lost son or an earned son or whatever you want to call him and they love him out there there were so many Houston rappers Houston uh, you know necessarily Dallas Cowboys you know Jerry Jones you know when the last, when the last time you see Jerry Jones leave Jerry Land you know what I'm saying because he's so worried about uh, you know, he's, so wor- he's so worried about training camp you know what I mean um, it, it, it threw me because I feel like you know, it's not like they, they know they are confident in that he was going to win. But it's also like, man, I'm worried about him. I got to be here if it, if it happens, if, it, if it's bad. And um, another another guy I got a lot of respect for, Roy Jones, said, man, think about it. He was thrown out of the vehicle right. doing 108 miles per hour. I don't care who you are. You are different. And like right there in that second round. And of course, if, if you go look at the, you know, the replays of everything, uh, of course, everybody knows that, you know, Errol Spence, literally, he had the car accident and went out that next day, but his face was, like, different. He didn't have his front teeth. His jaw was technically wired. Like, the cosmetic damage that it did to him, I think, was evident because, of course, everybody knows Errol Spence is black. His face was red, red from bro. round two to nine. I've never seen nobody's face that red so early. And I yeah. think that had to do with a lot of the reconstructive surgery that he's had. But remember, he fought Garcia after uh, the car accident. I think, and the point is, Garcia is not a, a head puncher. Garcia is a body puncher. He gets in close. He does a lot of work. He he, he doesn't really he doesn't really land. Garcia is not known for uh, knockout artists as in to land for the head. But Crawford, being the technician that he is, he switched stances at least three times in the fight, depending on what Aerosmith was trying to do, and he caught him. And I'm saying. When he caught him, it was as if he didn't see it coming. And then, then in relationship to that, um, it, you had to go, well, do you know that Errol Spence had a detached retina due to the car accident? And when you got a detached retina, it only takes a little bit of a jog, you know, jogging in your head for it to go blank. And I feel like, you know, if you watch it, after that first knockdown, Errol Spence was getting up. And all, all respect to him because I'm sure he had to be in an uh, unsurmountable amount of pain, right? Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, he got up and charged and got dead close to him, close enough where you could basically see that his head was on his shoulder. 
and was trying to swing for his life and it wasn't happening. You know, um, this is one of those examples where, you know, in boxing, you got to give it, you got to give him props. He's been fighting in different uh, weight classes. He's gone from light heavy, from light welterweight, junior welterweight to welterweight. In the four bell era, okay, four bell era, there's only a few people that you can kind of put up there. And we're talking Hagler, we're talking Hearns, we're talking Ray Leonard. Like, that's majestic in itself. Uh, so right now, man, if you're talking pound for pound and boxing, you got to talk about Bud Crawford, man. I mean, there are other guys, of course. You know, Tank is a, is a weight is a little lower. You know what I mean? Tank could Tank could put on ten pounds, but I don't think Tank is seeing that hand speed and that definition of what you would think a real pugilist is. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I see you do a one two one. Now, as soon as you put that two out, I'm gonna do three and smack you. And that right. and that's literally what happened on several occasions. And I think, you know, it's unfortunate that Errol Spence had to like, you know, take a loss like that. But, you know, for what it's worth, it, it's proven that Bud Crawford is that guy. You know, wow. next next fight we yeah. got coming up that's really big. And I and I'll be happy to talk about that with you guys. We got Jamel Charlo fighting one of the one of the other undisputed champs in his weight class definitely got us talk about Canelo Alvarez and Jamel Charlo was right there on the side. Yes. He was, Charlo, Bud, Bud was calling him out too. Bud was calling yeah, him Bud out. Crawford, if y'all notice, Bud Crawford stopped and grabbed his, uh, you know what? And said, Hey, you next. Right. Okay. But, but you know, I, who's, who's to say Jamel Charlo beats Canelo Alvarez. Canelo wait, Alvarez ain't no joke. Wait. You know, so so on the comment here, Bobby G, Says man, f that that man had twenty two rounds since that accident, not counting his fight plus a hundred plus hours of sparring. Sparring, he got mopped by a better fight period. Hey, I, I agree. I agree with I, that. I, I am not. I am not in disagreement with Bobby G. But the competition level in yeah. in boxing, the gap between who he fought prior to and who he fought in that ring that night is a that's a big gap, and that's because right. I watch a lot of boxing. It's a huge gap between. Those rounds, and, and he's completely right. I'm not making excuses up for Errol Spence, but at the same time, there's another there's another level of mm-hmm. of skilled fighter, and Bud Crawford pretty much showed showed that that he's there, and uh-huh. uh, Errol Spence is not. You know, I'm I'm gonna give Errol Spence his props though. Like you said, I mean, he he was a, he kept going, you know, because yeah. if if his body was really that messed up from the car accident, then then his his trainers and stuff they did him a disservice. Because they could have stopped that fight two, three rounds earlier. Yes, I mean, sir. that's how yes, bad sir. of an ass whipping he was getting. I mean, this kid was just connecting with everything. So I don't know if it was the fact that he was hurt was, was what was affecting his ability to fight back. But he he hardly fought back. So um, it was a dominating performance. Uh, you mentioned uh, Davis, Tank Davis, gaining right. some weight. I guess he made a comment about that he would fight him at 147. Right. So that you're saying, so we'll see if that happens. That that would be an interesting fight there. But that was that was a, a display by Crawford. Like Crawford could have ended that fight earlier, and I think he just he just wanted to keep. You know, what I'm saying he kind of wanted to teach homeboy a lesson. It was just like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you for another two three rounds just because I can. Listen, um, to and and I saw a lot of post fight analysts. You know, what I'm saying a lot of the fighters that were there. I watched. I I, I was up for about two hours just watching. People's Instagram yeah, reaction, dude, dude, that's yeah. And, yes. and everybody was saying, if you, everybody was saying, if you yeah. were there, you could tell that he did. He was holding out 
on like completely blacking out on him. You, everybody yeah. said that he was still tagging him really good, but you could tell he was holding off on just just taking him completely off the map. A lot of respect goes out to both fighters because one thing that they didn't show that, that I saw later uh, was you know uh, Bud. You know, of course, uh, Errol Spence's father is in his corner. You know what I'm saying? And he went and talked to his father and said, "Look, man, your son is great. Like I wouldn't have been able to even have this without him. We could have. He was like, we could have did this two years ago." You know what I'm saying? And, and and in reality, when when Bud was somewhat of a of a undercard fighter and they weren't giving him enough props, that's when this fight should have happened. You know, before they had the car accident, before he and fought we talked about that. We happen. talked we talked about that on Thursday the last week with let me ask you, is it gonna be uh Crawford now versus that uh, I, I I don't know his name, he's Asian, the Asian kid who just nah, uh it, it, it's it's a lot of weight between the two. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. I don't know what weight class he was in. He's it, a featherweight, a, I believe, a, right? It's like a it's a it's a it's a flyweight, it's a junior welter and a welter. In that sense, it's like a 17 pound weight gap. Yeah. Um, but of course the Asian kid probably walks around at like 125, 125. I was about to say it probably won't be mm-hmm. long though. Yeah, it <laughs> won't be long. It it's just a couple years. It's the maybe. thing that they they let's say Errol Spence and Bud Crawford without a weight cut, we talking 165, 170, you know, yeah. but they fought yeah. at 147. So it is it, it's really dependent on who's gonna who's gonna step up to fight them. And and if they meet, maybe it's a possibility they fight for no belts because the rematch, the rematch clause that Errol Spence has, they're 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 gonna fight at either one between 154 and 147. So it's a it's a it's a huge but that but everybody's saying everybody when I say everybody I mean everybody's saying everybody no need for a rematch right. <laughs> How well, it's like, I, it's, it's like I'm worried for homeboy's house. You know, Go ahead, I mean, seriously, and you know psychologically, like when he watches that tape, man, he's that's that's gonna be rough, man, for I, him to deal with. So wait, I know you told me there's like 900 different weights and classes and all this stuff, <laughs> but like it's not. So it's like Crawford, like he can bounce from like welterweight to some other weight, like within. Um, that, that's months? exactly correct because yeah. um, right now, like once again in the four belt era, uh, Crawford already has four belts on the on the weight class below. Already, he already got those four. He went up one, yeah. and, and got four belts. You see what I'm saying? So all the his his speech was prior to the fight. He's never gotten a belt that was vacant. He always won a he always took a belt from somebody else. Right. Always. So so that's a that's a big deal in terms of boxing. Manny Pacquiao went like eight weight classes. You could kind of say the same thing about Roy Jones. Roy Jones did, was was dang near fighting that heavyweight at one point in time before he lost. Yeah. You know, so it's a <laughs> it's a it's a money thing. You know what I'm saying? If if you are worth the money, I will put on or cut the weight. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what it really is right now. Roy Jones was a bad boy, bro. Let me ask you about this weekend. Or how interested are you into this Logan Paul versus uh, Nate Diaz? Hey, man, listen. This is I, I can't lie to you in terms of spectacle. <laughs> I love when the Paul brothers put on a spectacle. It's it's just some of the some of the best stars come out. They got some of the nicest uh, arenas. You know, shout, shout out to the people that run the zone that, that oftentimes promote their fights and stuff like that. But when it comes towards um, actually fighting Logan Paul and Jake Paul, I don't discredit them at all. And shout out to them being able to switch up genres, going from WWE to actually boxing. 
Like I don't, t- I don't discredit the fact that they're athletes, but I don't know if they ready. If if this one right here is for him, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> Nate Diaz is a fool. Okay, I don't care. Any pick any Diaz brother. Okay, pick Mama Diaz. She's a fool too. I think she get in there and knock somebody out. Okay, and Bikers probably knows about this because of course we talk. We talk a lot of MMA. You know what I mean? I I, I don't. I want to see it because I once again. Either Paul, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, we are going to watch it just to see if he finally gets knocked out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's it's not necessarily that you want to see him, you know, the downfall of him. But, you know, they talk a lot of junk and they put up a lot of money. And and when I say they put up a lot of money, you know, yeah, Jake, yeah, Jake Paul got beat by an actual boxer. Correct. Yes. But did he get knocked out? Nah, he didn't get knocked out. We want to see him get knocked out. For that fall, <laughs> you know, but, but hey, you know, it is I, I it think is. it the longer it goes, the, the, the longer it goes. Give me Nate Diaz. We know Nate Diaz has got the gas tank to go miles. This is a guy, him and his brother swam across, they swam to uh, what's that prison, Alcatraz? They would swim <laughs> into the ocean, uh, from California into the across the ocean, sharks and everything and- out, out to Alcatraz, him and him and his brother Nick. Uh, these are two real gangster dudes. Uh, Nick Nate is an absolute gangster, and you could tell in the presser he gives zero f's about any of this presser stuff. Uh, yeah. I give Jake Paul his due, but when you got money like he does, he can fight. You that's all you got. You got millions of dollars. You're gonna spend the money, the time to uh, you know to train and things like that. But Nate Diaz is no joke himself. I I I, I hope Nate wins. I I think Jake probably wins just because he seems so much bigger than Nate. But uh, I ho- I'm rooting for Nate Diaz. Hey, hey, listen, I'm in the same vein right here. Um, shout out to Ed from Columbus with the with the with the with the mention just now. What's up, uh, Ed? Like exactly. Nate Diaz starts bleeding hey, every we, like, we listen, gotta but, we, we gotta say here, it ain't a Diaz fight until Diaz starts bleeding. You know, that's that's the saying. It ain't a Diaz fight until Diaz starts bleeding. And and that and every time it happens, that powers him up. He turns he starts punching himself in the face, tell you know, gesturing to come on. Like that's a classic Nate Diaz Nate Diaz tactic. And if you fall into it, you know, when you now you're swinging for the fences, he's liable to catch you. And um I'm 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 interested to see. I'm I'm not gonna, you know, do like I did and have the two TVs and all that. I'm just going, just I'm just probably going to just watch it on the laptop or something. But I'm, but I'm interested in seeing how it turns out for real. Hey, well, well, we appreciate you always coming on talking fight game, boys. You got any other questions for the legendary man? Wit. Well, who, who I, I got a question about? Uh, is it is it Naoya Inou, the, the, Asian, the fighter? Asian kid? Yeah, right. All right. So who who you see him fighting next? Cause he beat the hell out of that Stephen Fulton, bro. The thing is, knocked his ass out. Is, Dude, yeah. Was, the thing was. is, with with Nao or however you say it, he's right. got he's got an Asian promotion behind him. So once again, this is a this is it. this in boxing means that they have to meet in the middle. Now he will probably fight an Asian fighter before he comes back to the U.S. to have another big fight, big money fight. So right. in between then and there, I'm not sure because normally. It's what June, July. So let's say he doesn't touch the ring until November. By November, it could be a number of guys, especially in that division, because what that jet flyweight that that's a that's one of those divisions where look here, man. I could freaking uh, go on a smoothie diet and fight in that division right now if I want to. You know what I mean? So so we, we really gotta we really gotta wait and see. But I but I don't get me wrong. I watched that fight. 
Um, you can tell that he's skilled in not only just the the foot movement, but the hand speed is yeah, there. Yeah. The power is there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's young. You right. can tell he's young. He was, right. he was he was swinging out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You can kind of tell from other season fighters that, look, I'm going to wait till about uh, round four, five, six before I try and knock you out. He was trying to go for it in round one and two. Right. You know? But but I but I like that though. I like that. Right. Hey, do what you do, get money. But but really we have to wait until maybe mid like let's say maybe after the fall starts in August to see who happens because I who happens to fight. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna fight somebody in, in Japan because that's their local thing. I'm looking forward to seeing him I, fight, bro. He he he's he he's got a lot of so, I'm making a skill, Toronto man. And, and like you man, said, well, he's still young too, man. So he's hey, only listen, gonna get better. And, you talk, and I see the Serrano comment. Don't forget about Ashley Bumgarner. Okay. Don't forget. Remember that name, guys. Bumgarner. Katie Taylor, is, let's get her is Tyson out Fury. there. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Tyson Fury. <laughs> hey. Hey, listen. Uh, and that's another that's another big one. In October, guys, let's not forget Fury and Nganu. Okay. And you know. Let's let's not sleep on Fury and Ghana. We, we, of course, we'll nah, get to that. We're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk about that one, man. Right. That's gonna. I think that'll be a good one. In in I'm yeah. in Saudi Arabia. You know what I'm talking about. I want to yeah. get my I want to get my plane ticket and my you know my my hat and everything together. Bro, that's all. That's all you, bro. I ain't going over there. <laughs> I'm keeping my ass right here, here and I watch it. I watch man. it on the fire stick, bro. In the comfort of my own free country in my house right here. Yeah. I ain't to go over there and I can't get yeah. back home. I'm we got to get you a linen suit, man. Mark we got to get you a linen suit. You know, the way your toes out. We can be in Bakken's will fit right there in there. You go. Get, get you a pair of <laughs> cruisers, Johnny. You look good in them. Right, <laughs> I'm sure. Mike Tyson is training uh, Francis a little bit. They had a, uh, a, a sparring session. Amanda uh, Serrano and Katie Taylor. We need to do that one again. With that, that they need to run that one back. That was a hell of a fight uh, a couple years ago that they had. Yeah, uh, Serrano right. and Katie Taylor. Uh, it was a. It was great. Well, Serrano's now going to PFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's out, but uh, but Pia, the, try, and, and unless and one of these days, because we're gonna switch it up, we got to talk about a little bit about PFL. They are getting some really quality fighters, um, and I I can't lie, I kind of like that that uh tournament style. I do too. Thousand dollars, you know, you got to fight everybody type thing. I, I kind of like that no myself, doubt. but I, I gotta get I gotta do a little bit more research. Uh, and make sure I, I I I grasp a little bit more on those fighters. But we got to talk a little PFL too. So shouts out to them as well. Nice, nice. Hey, Wit, tell everybody where we can catch you at uh, the rest of the week. Listen, man, you know what? Um, we just shot another episode of Hear Me Out. Shout out to my man Tanner, the hardest working yeah. man on LTS. He told us he did like eighty-one shows in three days. I believe him. Um, so <laughs> I know we're all. T- I know, like, we're somewhere on that list. Uh, it, and look, man, the numbers are going up. I'm, I really appreciate everybody sharing and liking. It's, it's really dope. And the next thing that I think we're going to do after we get maybe one more in where we get the format solidified, we're going to bring you guys in. We're going to have tag team partners. We're going to let you guys go at it once or twice. I got to get everybody. I got to get Kobe in there, man. My man Kobe. We got to talk some betting. We got to get those numbers in there, man. I'm more than welcome to. Anytime you guys need me to come on and talk betting, I'm there for you. So listen, man, I put some. When you put Scott, you just got your books. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta put you gotta book it in between t- uh you know when they play in Buker and when they're playing, you know, uh other games at the nursing home when bingo is going on. So it's you same. just gotta schedule it in. Shuffleboard and bocce Shuffleboard, yeah. Oh my bad. I forgot your East Coast guy, East Coast guy, East Coast. East Coast, East Coast guy. guy. He sent us the Hey, we always love you having on, brother. Hey, I'll be hitting you up in the DMs. We'll be talking fights like always. I Thanks like, uh, I like on, this Saturday. On, hey, listen, mm-hmm. I, I'm with it. Uh, I got, we got the same mindset for Saturday. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, we go ahead and put Jake out. We go ahead and put Jake out there on points, guy, Tanner. I don't think Diaz is going to knock him out, but I think Jake will win on points. All right. Uh, I appreciate it. Wiz. Give it up for the lovely whip, baby. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. Your hat rocks, man. Be safe, bro. <laughs> I, Guys, I have a request. I'd like to. I'd like to be the president of the Ed and Columbus fan club, if that's possible. Please. <laughs> yeah, seconded. I want to be vice president. And okay. before uh, we'll get it. Before we get into our next guest, Johnny, why don't you get uh, get us that ad read in? All right, I'm gonna pull this one out here. All right, I gotta let you know about the people from Underdog. Uh, the Underdog. Underdog. You can go. You can download the Underdog app on any mobile device you got. Your phone, your tablet. Uh, your computer, or you can go to underdog.com. Make sure you use the promo code LTS, and they will match you up to $100. Uh, they have the best ball drafts of all sports, uh, and, of course, daily fantasy drafts. Uh, definitely check them out, and definitely use the promo code LTS. Again, that's underdog. You can download the app, or you can go to underdog.com, use the promo code LTS, and they will match you up to a $100 deposit. Good job. That's beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, we got breaking news here. Per Ian Rappaport here, uh, the Bears have signed former Colts star pass rusher Yannick Nagogwe uh, to a one year million. Yannick Ngogwe. Yeah, yeah, it's Yannick Yannick Ngogwe. 10.5 mil deal. So that uh, gives you know a little bit more boost to that Bears defense as they try to reload. So just want to throw that out. Sure does. Are you are you guys surprised like a, a real contender? I know the Bears are kind of – some people think they can win the division, uh, even on this show. Um, but uh, And that shows how much Coke they're doing. Uh, so <laughs> He's too calm for Coke. It's got to be shrewd. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That's true. Um, but you guys – surprised he didn't sign with like a, a, a like a real contender, somebody that could have used him, like, you know, i.e. the Bills, the Jets, or somebody like that? I kind of thought he'd go to the Bills personally. That was – kind of what I thought he was heading after uh oh what what's his name? Von Miller and stuff in the injury history. I thought uh, he'd probably yeah. go up there and get a you know opportunity. I figured he I mean this is kind of probably what he was looking for though. You know, some at 10 plus, you know, in the way in one year he wasn't looking probably to stay around for anywhere. And so uh you know I it's not I'm cool with I, I think the Bears is a pretty good move there. I think he's I think he was going for somebody that was more maybe hopeful of being good this year. Then maybe some of that's established, right? Because he's probably not going to get ten and a half at the Bills, at the Dolphins, at the Jets, at the Chiefs, right in that range. I think that's a good move for, for the Bears. Tanner, what's going on? Speaking of the Chiefs, what's going on? What's going on with uh, Frank Clark there? It, he's still no deal here, and we're already uh, almost Frank a Clark? preseason game one. He's this a is one of these games. Yeah, not Frank Clark, but uh, Jones. Uh, Jones. Jones. Yeah, it's yeah. an interesting thing popped up today uh, for Mr. Chris Jones. Let's see if I can find it real quick. 
Uh, essentially, he had a little uh, cryptic Instagram post today uh, that was stating it was a lyric from uh, Walls talking by Kevin Gates, and he highlighted this and posted it on his deal. Guess all good things must come to an end. Don't Ooh. know. Don't know. He's, he's still under contract this year, so I think he'll play unless we decide to trade him. But I sounds uh, we could be very far apart. I'm still not concerned right now. Uh, despite the cryptic crypticness, because we saw exactly with the uh, was it uh, there's another signee Lamar Jackson deal this year. You know he was sure. it was kind of cryptic as well. So look, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about this Chris Jones stuff yet. Let me hear more of what's you know when we get closer. Like give me something of worth thirty million dollars apart because that's going to tell me a lot, right? Not you know a bunch of lyrics and you know players and their feelings right now. So I would have been. It would have been. It, it, isn't that how the funny. world works though oh yeah that's how that's how the nfl works like, man like we yeah. we you unfollow everything on your team on the team you uh crypt you know you, po- you know yes and then you post some cryptic yeah. thing sam you had something to say yeah no i just thought it'd be really funny if like the lyrics didn't make sense he's like the great kevin gates once said i have two phones one for the bitches and one for the dogs <laughs> <laughs> and we're like okay <laughs> cool <laughs> but uh I, I agree with you about the whole social media swabby thing jeffrey simmons did it during contract discussion and then they come in and they're like of course the deal was going to get done and they were so confident and blah 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 and somebody said yeah why'd you scrub all the social media and he goes oh i just didn't want to be tagged in anything come on bro i Stop. mean yeah like well, if i mean that's how that's 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 how it all is is they erase everything from their twitter or that team and make the fans go in a tizzy yeah yeah Yeah. oh my god he unfollowed the tag like who gives a shit patrick mahomes they're still talking i mean patrick mahomes goes over he doesn't talk about his contract situation he says he goes over it see see how he's doing my contract you know i think as long as patrick mahomes is invited to talk to Chris, chris jones is allowing him to talk don't think they're really that far apart, but he's going to post stuff to try to get his leverage. That's just what players do. Rumor has it. Any, any annoying bitch, Jackson. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't blame yeah, him I believe that. that. I believe that. He's not dead to jail. Hey, uh, to, 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 yeah, to credit a Jackson, I guess he, he toned it down last year. The year before, it was real loud well, for old Jackson. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, but he, took, he paid the price from his previous year antics. And now his uh that that all came into light this last uh, off season. So I was surprised he wasn't more featured on NF uh, the quarterback show uh, on Netflix. I was a little surprised we didn't get more of uh, old Jackson there. Thank. Any God. word on the just fans guys? Uh yeah, give them up. They're finishing up a show here, so they're uh, uh, Rios and Carlos got a really I don't know what the name was a really big name in media in Texas media down there last minute. So Rios will be joining us shortly. Yeah, he he bigwigged us. They just kind of wrapping up here. They bigwigged us, yeah. They did. They did. I mean, Rios. Hey, hey, props to them, man. They got to do what they got to do. Hey, I was pumped. I was like, hell yeah, dude. You go get some stuff right there. I think it's because of his legal issues. They cut parts out. Oh, that could be it, too. You know, he can't speak to anybody. I don't think anybody really liked Bill Jackson. That's the problem. So, I mean. Right. I mean, no, the guy's a raging dick. I mean, what's what's the what are we missing here? You know, the guy's a shithead. That's what he is. is. He's a shithead. He's That's legit. He's like, that. on the team. Yeah. And he's your, you know, what, what do you want to call it? Drama queen. 
at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't I even mean, on the I, team. He's the little brother of yeah. Nobody would even yeah, know who he was if his brother wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Him, him and his wife are just, they're just sucky people. They suck. Like that's and that's all it is. And then like they have the audacity to get on media like we have been bullied and whatever. You can go Oh yeah, right? You shut the fuck up. Don't like, tell me on. that. Yeah. <laughs> tell us how you really feel, Sam. Oh, he said, I mean, she sprayed champagne in like cold weather all over Chiefs fans underneath, and they complained. And she goes, quite kindly, go fuck yourself. Like, shut, what are you, who is this woman? Like, who do you think you are? Oh, I miss Mahomes. I don't give a shit. What she's, you are. Hey, she's set for life, is what she is. That's, that's yeah, that's all she can. They got a new house, oh. by the way, out here. And you how know, many, how many toilets does it have in it? I'm sure it has 30 because he has a home so pool. That's his own lake pond, right? He has his own little mini golf course. He has a football field. Uh, and I want to say there was something else in his, like on his land. I mean, this guy, like he said in his message, you know, on his media stuff, he goes, well, I'm not looking to break the market here. You know, pay me, a, you know, keep me, pay, pay me some, you know, a decent, you know, what should be to- towards the top of the money and pay me for 10 years. And then you know you're looking like you are today. So he is, yeah, he is a pretty good basketball player. Too bad he, his contract. Uh, they they told him that he was not allowed after his rookie year that playing basketball. So wah wah wah. Who Jackson Mahomes? No, Patrick. Oh, okay. Patrick can yeah. play ball, but they uh, the contract after his rookie year it was like some kind of line deal, or they added in. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like. Nah, we're not gonna have you get hurt here. <laughs> That's always in a lot of contracts like that. Hey, you can't, you can't go do this. Uh, who was that pitcher uh, a couple years ago? Remember Mad Bum? Mad Bum uh, was riding his dirt bike and broke his arm. Oh uh, yeah, he did, didn't he? And then this year we had a guy run into Naheem Hines who was just sitting there. Yeah, who was yeah. just sitting there. Yeah, uh, he probably can. Yeah, when he wants to. Yeah. But yeah, Naheem Hines was just sitting there, and the guy runs into him like I. I hope he's putting some kind of like lawsuit or making the guy insurance or something. Right. Cause you would think that's, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a change right there. I always thought he was undervalued, but he did, he did some really good things for the Colts when he played there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking, yeah. uh, the, the bills are going to put him on that pup list and maybe they don't have to pay him on the street. Uh, you know, so Kansas, not Missouri. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. Missouri, not Kansas. Let me ask you guys this. There's, I don't know if you guys caught a little bit. I've, I've read a little bit just here and there about this Iowa University, Iowa and Iowa State gambling incident what where multiple kids it? from multiple sports were Cody using their parents uh, and, and uh, parents' thing and gambling on on their games on their games a bronco a bronco he bet his games at iowa state and then he turned around and bet his games on the denver broncos last year it's like wait 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 a minute you, you took this on i mean obviously it takes a little bit to probably figure it out but this one apparently took a while but he bet both his college and his nfl games through his mom wow it's insane what? Are you doing, I want to know how he got caught mainly. I, I don't know if it, maybe they looked at her yeah, they, or, whatever, or what it was, but I mean, I want to well, know if like he did it on the premises. Scott, Cause that's what I'm curious about. Scott, you're Mr. Yeah. Scott, you're Mr. Scott, you're Mr. Gambler. 
what do you what do you make of that? Like, how do you how do you think they got caught, and what should the NCAA do? Well, we we've, we've talked about before how these um, books have trackers, and when you see a strange bet come along, when somebody bets ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, then all of a sudden they bet five hundred dollars, and then they bet a thousand. Books start saying what the heck is going on here? Why all of a sudden are they betting more money? And they probably looked into it and they probably found out that these kids were, were giving them their mom money to bet or their mom was whatever is the case. And they put two to two, two and two together. And they said, Oh, wait a minute. His mom is the same last name as this quarterback or this, this player on this team. And they, and they reported it and they did some investigation. And sure enough, they found out it was the kid that was betting on the games. How stupid can you be? Unreal. How stupid can you be? Unreal. You you just ruined your career, basically. One of them was, uh, uh, I know the Iowa point. He was an Iowa point guard. He got caught. Uh, he trans since has transferred to Nebraska, uh, and then you know the kick the walk on kicker at Iowa as well. He got caught as well. There's uh, Iowa State quarter. There's an Iowa State quarterback. Uh, he never. I don't think they did say. Yeah, they did say none of them actually affected the games, but still they were out there betting the overs, the unders. Uh, this this could be lead to a problem, and in, 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 with gambling and the NIL right now, uh, they're trying yeah. to reel a lot of this in here in college football. It, it's I mean, be, to me, it's just a drop of the bucket, right? There, there's going to yeah. be more. There's going to yeah. be more in it's other colleges. Smart. Yeah, it's it's going to be it, it's going to get bad. There is so there is so many ways of betting right now. You could bet you could bet on your you could you could bet on your app on your phone. You could send somebody to a to a sports book. You can go to a casino. Anything you want to get to get. I know that to get to get a bet in that. I don't know how you're going to be able to control this and stop this. If if a parent goes in and bets an inordinate amount of money on an on the app. And they're gonna get they're gonna get found out. I mean, this is this is as yeah. Sam said, this is the tip of the iceberg. There's gonna be plenty more of this stuff come out, plenty more. So, by yeah. the way, uh, Sam, did you hear about the today's stuff on the Titans training camp? Yes, uh, he, that guy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this. Let me talk to you. All right. So this guy comes in. And like starts a fight with Jeffrey freaking Simmons, 320 pound Jeffrey Simmons. And they both get in trouble by Vrabel and they're in the sand pit the rest of the day, which is, I, I like to refer to it as Thunderdome, only it's mm-hmm. not as cool. Uh, and they have to work out really hard in sand. So the next day comes and he tries to take out one of the starting linebackers or maybe second stringers' legs, like from behind. Like, tries to tackle him, like, dirty tackle from behind. He's an offensive lineman. And so, for, I, 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 if if you needed any indication that Vrabel was in charge, that guy got was gone within the hour. Like, yeah. just had him out. He was, it was done. It was yeah. the brawls that happened or the fights, the potential brawl, and then it went – he was tossed, and then you saw mm-hmm. him cut right next to it. So Yeah, yeah. Like, it, Vrabel was like uh, – I had heard there was a lot of get the F in the building and clean out your locker being That's yelled across insane. the field and everything. He was done. He was done with him. But, like, to, it's one thing – it's one thing if you're going to get – like, you know, testosterone on the field, 
defensive lineman, O lineman, you're slamming against each other all day. That would happen. But like to try to dirty tackle somebody and try to ruin their career or take out their legs, there's no place for it. Like yeah. not not in training camp, Might not in the happen. game. Not, Might happen. Right. It. Like the brawls, you know, a little little scrum dust ups. You know, yeah. yeah. But yeah. doing that intentionally trying to hurt somebody, and I mean that's not that's nowhere needed in a team atmosphere, anyways. Yes. So I, I, I'm actually, uh, it might be one of these kind of uh, blessing in disguise thing. Cause I think they should have been looking more for more offensive line depth anyway. And now they need to, like they have to. Yeah. So like that, so I feel like you can't have too many veterans when it comes to one of the worst O lines in franchise history last year. So maybe a blessing in disguise, but really, really crappy for that guy to try to take out his legs from there. I mean, come on, man. Get, that's, get your shit that's Yeah. That's not going to make you a lot of friends. I'll tell you that. Nah, mm-hmm. it's, that's, just, that's just dirty, bro. It is. It's sad. It's it is. Sad. And it, it, is, it is sad because he was getting some starting reps at right tackle his whole career ahead of him. Nothing. Threw it away. Threw it <laughs> all right. Away. All right, super producer. Are you going to make the executive decision for us to – yeah, start let's on, on, start to get the Jags out the way while we're waiting for the, the drunken sailors. Well, we we usually go bottom. <laughs> he called them drunken we, sailors. <laughs> we usually go bottom to the top here. You guys want to start from the top? Yeah, but okay, okay, we yeah. go top because we're going to start. By the way, yeah. let's, can we, can uh, we just let's go top to bottom here. Can we get predictions at the end? Like, don't stay. Don't say if you think you're, they're going to win right when yeah. you're talking about the team. Yeah, just yeah. wait till the end. I want to hear your ranking at the very end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's me. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. So we got we, we got the Jaguars. Uh, they they're the defending champs of this Jaguar. division. They went nine and eight last year. Jaguars. Uh, they signed. They bring it in. Uh, Darren Johnson. They did bring in Calvin Ridley, which they made for a trade last in the middle of the season last year, but he's after a suspension. He gets to play his full full year. They didn't really lose anybody in the offseason. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. is now back in Detroit. Uh, you know, they did their draft. They got a tackle to protect Trevor Lawrence. Anton Harrison out of uh, Oklahoma. Britain, they brought in another tight end to go with Ingram that they just re-signed as well. Britton Strange brought in Tank Bigsby. To back up uh, ETN, Ventro Miller in the fourth round. Uh, you know, they got some. This is a team that's got some pieces here. Uh, bringing in, you know, Ridley, we get to see him. We get to see yeah. Kirk, uh, Ingram. That offense with is with Peterson is ready to go. I really like this team. Uh, Sam, what this is your division will kind of start with you. I guess, to, are we going to wait to all the way to the end? Are we, or what here, Tanner? Predictions. Of your rankings, one, two, three, four, at the very end. So don't right. spoil. Just, just okay. give your opinion okay. on on what they okay. did well and what they, you know, what I'm saying what they did. Okay, I, I won't, I won't talk out of turn. You I'm want, you want the record? No, you want the record? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. All right. Record. All right. Ranking. Very right. end. All right. Cool. Take two. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. Man, what's your thoughts here? This is your your daddies uh, of the division right now. They rebuild quickly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been fun sweeping them for years and years and years, but that, you know, all good things must come to an end. Uh, but yeah, Scott, you keep, you keep going it. Now I'm like, I, I see you eyeing my Jaguar. Anyway. So the, uh, 
I said as soon as they hired Doug Peterson, like, well, crap, they they did it. They got they got mm-hmm. the coach, and I, I figured it was kind of a matter of time. And we've been all fans of the NFL for so long. We know how quickly it can switch on you just like that if you're missing a piece or something. And I remember somebody going, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be anything, blah, blah, blah. And when you know down deep in your soul that they can be heading the division and driving the car like the entire time. And so here they are. And I feel like, yeah, I, 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 you know, they're, they're going to be the favorites uh, to win the division. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, and rightly so. I think the offense is good. Uh, Are we going to do Tanner? Are we going to do they don't win the division if and all that or, or yeah. Well, we, we okay. Can do, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. They won't. They won't win the division yeah, no, if they're. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. What? Whatever. All right. They won't go. win the division if their secondary is not improved. There were a lot of these, like right behind the linebacker, intermediate route that got open a lot. Even Josh Dobbs got uh, got some passes through. Uh, so they 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 need to step up. Uh, they don't. Uh, uh, they do win the division if Trevor Lawrence takes another step. That that's how I see it. He's got to do better at his decision making, and just okay. overall, his sometimes his scrambles get him fumbled and all that stuff. All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go next if that's cool. I'm gonna piggyback a little bit on what Sam was saying there, as far as uh, hey, I run the show, Johnny. I say who goes business. next around here. All right. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right, well, Tanner, Tanner sent me the, the careful. Ca- no, care, careful. <laughs> he, he's really crabby today. Just be be careful. Tread lightly. No, I, I, I mean, I, yeah. Go ahead, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence taking the next step, but I, I like what this this team did. I like Tank Bigsby uh, being uh, down here in, in Tampa and Florida. I got no choice but to watch SEC. Uh, I think he's going to be a good complement to ETN. Uh, you got him some protection with an offensive lineman. You got him another tight end. Um, they brought back Garner, Garner Minshew, so you got a good backup. Uh, I've been, I'm, I'm with Sam as well. I mentioned it when it happened. Hold on, hold on, uh, Johnny. Garner Minshew's in Indianapolis. Yeah, he's a cold. Yeah, he's, he's a cold. cold. My bad. I had it written Sorry. on the wrong spot. He, he looks like Florida, man, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> Apologies on that. But um, they, they went offense in the draft, and they, they went, you know what I'm saying, some more defense. They got two defensive linemen, uh, free agency, and, and a running back as well from the Browns. But – um, I like the running back. I like the offensive pieces they got in the draft for, for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, ever since they got Doug Peterson, I agree with Sam on that. I said it. Uh, that's exactly what he needed, especially after that piece of that scrub that we were talking about earlier, Urban Meyer. Oh, um, Doug Peterson is, is a good coach. He's going to make this kid better. So if he takes that next step and they can protect him, so I'm going more offensive line than Trevor Lawrence because I think he is going to take that next step. But if that offensive line can protect him and they can actually run the ball, and you have a good balance there. Um, I think that's <clears throat> that wins them the division. I'm, I'm on. I'm with Sam as far as the defensive side of the ball, but I'm more. The, they got to put some pressure um, on on opposing quarterbacks. Yeah. Or they, they, I mean, they they have a good chance to win the division because the division sucks anyway. Uh, but yeah. if they want to get into the playoffs and actually do more than just that miraculous comeback against um, Justin Herbert, uh, that defensive line has to be able to put pressure. Um, Against opposing quarterbacks, but I like I like Jacksonville's chances. I like what they did in this draft, and, and I love their coach. So they win the division if they win the division if the, the offensive line keeps him keeps him upright and actually opens up some holes for for Etn and for um, for Tank 
uh, to run the ball. And I think uh, I think Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville could, could run away with with the division, especially depending on how big of a jump Trevor Lawrence takes. If they can't put, they a don't lot of win pass the division. Rush, if. if if they can't if they can't defend the line of scrimmage, uh, I know Sam mentioned the, the 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 back end, but if they you know they got some good young players on the on that defensive side of the ball in that front in that front seven, uh, but if they can't stop the run and they can't put put a little bit of pressure on, on opposing quarterbacks, um, they 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 could be in danger of. Possibly losing the division, as insane as that sounds, because they, I mean they could they could win that that shit by default, because uh, the, the rest of the division is so crappy. But um, yeah, if they if they can't stop the run, they, they might be in trouble. Hey Nick, that was that was good uh, segue there. If if he he, he elongates his ifs, you know. <laughs> Hey Scott, go uh, ahead. Oh, what I you pre- got I here appreciate on uh, that one. Westfield Westcott? Thank you for letting me know, man. Appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> so everybody was was like, well, "What are they trading for Ridley for midway through the season last year?" And this is the reason why. Yep. He he reports out of camp as he's been the alpha receiver for the Jaguars. He's been everything that they've wanted in the number one wide receiver. Christian Kirk was back to his number two role, which he's very comfortable with. He was he was that way in Arizona. So he he's very comfortable, and he'll get targeted a lot again this year. Um, Trevor Lawrence in the second half of that playoff game against the Chargers took a step, a major step forward for the for the Jaguars, where he threw all those interceptions in the first half and then turned it around in the second half. So he came of age in that in that one half of of, of playoff game, and you know he, he played decently against the Chiefs in that in that second playoff game. So to me. The Jaguars have everything that they need. The only question mark with them is defense. If they can be a middle-of-the-pack defense in the NFL and rank somewhere around 14 or 15, they're going to win this division by at least two games. They they have everything. I mean, the, the Urban Meyer hiring was the worst hiring I've ever seen in the NFL, and then they turned it around and hired one of the best guys they possibly could hire in Doug Peterson, and he has – he has assimilated his offense to fit the pieces in Jacksonville. So to me, Jacksonville is the up-and-coming team in the in the AFC. I'm not saying they're going to win the AFC. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Chiefs. I'm not saying they can beat the Bengals. What I am saying for what I am saying is to beat the Chiefs, a lot of teams stack up their defense. Jacksonville has done the opposite. They've stacked up their offense to try to beat the Chiefs. And that's the way that you you beat the Chiefs. You stand toe-to-toe with them, and you go at them offensively. Firepower and everything. So I'm very impressed with what Jacksonville has done from the trade deadline on into the start of this season. I think what they've done with the drafting of Tank Bigsby is they've solved that short yardage problem that they had in a running game. They'll just give it to Tank Bigsby around the goal line, and he can punch it in. If it's third and one from the 50-yard line or fourth and one from the 50 and Peterson wants to go for it, they'll send Bigsby in, and they'll they'll bulk up the offensive line, and they'll just hand the ball off to him, and he'll get the one, two yards. So they win the division if the defense is a middle-of-the-pack defense or better in the AFC. They lose the division if 
they sustain an injury on one of these wide receivers or their defense is bottom seven in the AFC this year. I like it. Tanner, what's your thoughts here on the, on, on the Jags? I mean, not much to talk about. I think Scott hit it straight on. It's not really the offense you got to worry about. Uh, Scott, you were talking about taking Bigsby. Don't forget, Dearness Johnson is also Dearness Johnson, yeah. and there. He will beat yep. out Michael yep. Hasty uh, for that third spot there on that roster. So that's a guy we've seen in Browns uniform that's able yep. to take some of those kind of carries as well. So a rotation of Bigsby and Ernest behind Travis Etienne is going to be great. I'm not sure. I just got crazy. <laughs> probably you're probably right, bro. Woo. All right. Anyways, hey, uh, Urban uh, loves the hey, loves the two in the pink, one in the stink method. The old bowling ball. It does. So looking real quick at the offense, that's not the issue. Don't forget they also pick up Jamal Agnew as well uh, for that receiver core. I think they're going to be fine here. I love what I'm seeing here. I'm not worried at all. Zay Jones will have another good year. Uh, you invested last year in the left or <laughs> you on the tackle. You invested this year with your first pick with uh, in, Anton oh. Harrison at, at the right tackle, right? So now you got two young guys there sitting in the tackle position. You're 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 set in the middle, right? Your interior, so your line's fine. Evan Ingram, we all know, is a, a playmaker uh, there. Travis Etienne might run the ball more. This might be a little crazy down, you know, down their throats. Again, yep. defense is where our concern lies. Can you stop? Can you make enough stops for your offense who may score 30 points a game, 28, 20, 30, 25, somewhere in that range, to be able to get that victory? Because that's, I mean, that's winnable average points per game, right? So I think you're, I think that the specific thing I'm looking upon isn't the line, isn't the secondary, it's that linebacking core. There's a lot of young guys on that linebacking core that have to have an impact on this Jags team. My uh, Ventrell Miller, who they drafted in the fourth round. Chad Muma from last year in the third round. Uh, Levon uh, Chasen in the first round last year. Or two, or three Josh years Allen's ago. a stud. Yeah, uh, Chris, uh, that's that's corner. Travis, Trayvon Walker, Devon Lloyd. Uh, and they picked up uh, Ola Kuhn from Atlanta. This linebacker core, this is your this is your butter, right? Bread and butter right here. You got so you got great depth, but they got to step up. They got to be a part of it. You got to stop the run. You got to be able to pass protect against the middle there or pass defense against the middle. Yep. Coverage. That's the thing here you got for this Jack team. They win the division if they control the middle. They lose the division if they don't control the middle. That's it. Love it. Nick? Yeah. Uh, I think they win the uh, they don't win the they don't win the division if that if that defense doesn't take that next leap up. Tanner just led to it. They got a bunch of young defenders. Josh Allen's the leader of that team. He's an absolute dog and stud. Yeah, he's a dog. Stud. He, he is a stud. Um, he, you know, uh, they take a step back. They don't win. Huh? They they almost traded him two years ago. You know. I know. Yeah, well, he had, they're, they're he had a nice season it. this past uh, season, though. Yeah, he they did. They kept him, and he had a good season yeah. this past season. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah. He's, well, yeah. two years ago, um, Urban Meyer was running shit. Yeah, there, there was a lot yeah. of problems two years ago that aren't there. Right. He's out kicking. He's out kicking. Yeah, he's out kicking kickers and sticking his fingers in girls' butts. I mean, I like to do one of those every once in a while, but I mean, I'll let you choose which one it is. When I'm feeling squirrely. <laughs> I, 
they don't win the they they don't win the division if Trevor Lawrence if Trevor Lawrence takes a step back as far as he forces too many turnovers. There's a lot of weapons there. I could see him where he's maybe trying to feed Ridley a little bit too much. Uh, you know, if he starts turning the ball over, he played so well the second half of the season. I, I, he reminded us how good he was when he played in Alabama that played against Alabama in that national title game. I was like, this kid is the second coming. Jesus. He was so good in that game. Uh, didn't look great as rookie year. We all washed it out. We blame urban and we're rightfully so, um, so, yeah, I mean, we saw that. I, I sent it in the group chat, the the Urban Meyer story about how he made Linger. a guy apologize for saying he called him a rookie wow. coach. You want me to read it? Is that true? No, I'm good. No, I said Winger. That's what I said. Right. Player. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Winger. Yeah, yeah. So, I thought you said read yes. it. Yes. So, yes, yeah, I mean, we all know I'm Urban's Meyer bit. shithead, so uh, – <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, we'll move on to the uh, next team. It's Sam's Titans. Wait, wait. We got to bring in our guy. Let me scroll up. Last year, that's like. Go ahead. Wait, yeah, let's bring him wanna, in. You want to do that last read, Tanner, before we bring him in here? No, nah, we'll do it after. Guys, okay. let's fans podcast. Just oh, I, didn't, I didn't see him pop yeah. in there. Yes. I know you didn't. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Hey, let's Leo. give it up for uh, Leo. Everybody's right. favorite drunk what uncle. Up, what up? <laughs> What's going on, guys? I love you, Rios. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Struggle, dude. Everybody's favorite drunk uncle. What's going on, gentlemen? Just don't let him near my kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, what the? That was uncalled for, sir. That was uncalled for. <laughs> uh, I love Come you. On, you're gonna get. You're gonna make our guests leave. Rios, have the show, go, dude. I would yeah, really go. It went a little bit longer if we wanted to, but it was really good. Good. That's cool. Like yeah, you just you, you just say f us. So um, we're gonna say f you. Get him out of get out of here. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Rios, we just got done talking about the, the the Jaguars. What's your thoughts on the Jaguars going into this we're, year? We're, we're giving rankings and records predictions at the very end of this. So don't give any of that away. Okay. Yeah. So start the Jaguars. Uh, I mean, they're still the team to beat in the division. They they're the, they have the best quarterback in the division. I think with them, it's really going to come down to, like, you did it last year. Let's see you do it again this year. Because now there's more tape on you guys. Like, there's – Yep. The question marks. Who knows what Calvary is going to be? He's a great gambler. But is he going to be you know, wide receiver one? He's looked good in practice, but it's practice. It's right. not, it's not week one. We'll, we'll see how it does in the regular season. Same thing with the defense. See how you guys hold up with that because the rest of the division you know, is up for grabs, but we'll see. So we said it the, the Jaguars win the division if blank. They win the division if I know that's a lot of brain cells. I just you gotta burn real quick. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to win the division. They probably win it if I think there's injuries to like the Texas quarterback. That's probably oh, the they win the division. Oh, 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 the Homer take. Wow. Oh, oh, hey, in the, the, the Jaguars oh, don't win the division because the Texans do. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I love it. We'll get, in, we'll get into our, the second team prediction. here. He's already given his prediction. <laughs> it doesn't take long. <laughs> Yeah, 
Not with uh, not with uh, everybody's favorite drunk uncle Rios here. Uh, so the, the second team we'll talk is the Titans. They went seven and ten last year. Obviously, we we've talked at length about adding uh, them adding Hopkins. They also added Sean Murphy Bunting. Gone is Taylor Lewan, Austin Hooper, Demarcus Walker. Uh, in the draft, they they went to offensive lineman to Peter Stronsky, baby. Uh, then they get Mr. Mayonnaise drinking himself, Will Levis. Uh, they get Spears in the third, Josh White in the fifth at tight end out of Cincinnati. Uh, then they get Colton Dalwell in uh, in the seventh round there. Rios, what's your thoughts here on the the Titans? Oh, it's going to be great. Hold on. Let me get get comfy. Here we go. Honestly, their season depends on Derrick Henry. They go as Derrick Henry goes. If he stays healthy, uh, they win five, six games. If he goes down, they're going to probably be picking top three. (laughs) Sorry, Sam. That's Uh, not true at all. Keep drinking. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. So yeah, that's true. Do you, do you want to talk about your team yeah. next? The ti- so the Titans win the division. What, Rios? I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go last for my team. Okay. Well, yeah, hold yeah, on. They, they win the division. The rest of the quarterbacks in the division get injured. The running backs get injured, and uh, I don't know. The coaches get arrested. That's probably end up with the Titans in the division. Oh my god! I'm, I'm going to square off on you so they, good they, with the Texas turn. The, the I was going to be nice to you the today. I'm going to fuck you up, bro. <laughs> the Titans don't win the division if what? Derek Henry. If it, they don't win it. They're not going to win it. It's not even a question. All right. <laughs> I got a better chance of winning the pop. Your Texans aren't going to win it. Okay. I want to tell you that right now. Your rookie quarterback. Hey, all, right, all, right, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Sam, Sam, hold on. You'll have your time to rebuttal in just a minute. Yeah, hold well, yeah, so you, 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 you get to start the show. You get to start show yelling about everything, and then you're like, whoa, somebody else is yelling. Let's calm it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is our guest. We'll, we'll get to, I'm going to give you time to rebuttal. Go it's ahead, fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Okay, Scott, what's, what's the over under? here? What's the over under before uh, Will Lewis starts? Where he starts drinking mayonnaise on the sidelines. You have to, you have to <laughs> lose. <laughs> they, I have a number for you. They have to lose four games. They have to lose four games. So, week five, he's a starter. Okay. All right. (laughs) I said six and a half, yeah. Um, You just made the list. Scott, (laughs) go ahead. It's really easy easy for for this team. Derrick Henry's going to see stack boxes all year long, even though they got DeAndre Hopkins. Teams are going to make Tannehill prove it to them that Tannehill can throw the ball with consistency and get it to Hopkins and Burks and Oconquo all year long. If he can't do that, then then that t- Titans offense is totally screwed because teams are just going to stop Derrick Henry, going to sell out, and they're going to and they're going to make the Titans pass. Whether Tannehill can do that or not, that's the question. The defense had its moments last year. Also, they they did give up a lot of yards last year. So to me, it comes down to very simply. Can Ryan Tannehill manage this game and manage the team and make right decisions and smart decisions? The other thing is Tannehill seems to get hurt at times. So do the Titans have enough confidence in Will Levis to come in the game because because the Liberty Corp Malik Willis is is not even going to be a factor this year. He's not even playing. So can Will Levis, if Tannehill gets hurt, come in the game and be effective? That I don't know. 
I haven't heard any reports out of Titans camp. Sam could probably address that better than I can. Um, but uh, the Titans win the division if Ryan Tannehill has his has his best year of his career. Like Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans lose the division if Ryan Tannehill can't manage games and can't get the ball to his, his uh, three weapons in the passing game. Simply put. Hey, Johnny, we'll go with you here. What's your thoughts right. on here on the Titans? Um, I mean, I, I like some of the stuff they did. I like I like the offensive lineman from Northwestern. Um, we'll see what happens with Will Levis. Um, but I, I like Spears, the running back out of Tulane. I think that was a good pickup. That's, you know, it's a, it's a good – It's not snap, true. Obviously, after Derrick Henry. <laughs> um, you know, you got Derrick Henry. You, you got D-Hop. Uh, Burks – from all reports, is he's looking good. Um, so I, I like those two weapons. As long as you're not asking Tannehill to win you games, he can manage the game. And you got one of the one of the most dynamic running backs in, in the history of football. I mean, how many 6'3", 250-something-pound running backs do you see? He carried the ball, what, 300-something times last year, and he can, he can do it again. So I know they may stack the boxes, but when you got D-Hop out there, that's you still got to respect that, and that's the one thing Tanner can do. He can throw it deep, and he can throw it up for somebody. That's all he did to Devonte Parker in Miami, which is throw it up the 50 50 balls between him and Mike Isecki. So D Hop is the perfect type of receiver. Burks is actually a bigger receiver as well. Um, so I think Tannehill can do good with those guys again. He can manage the game, the play action passing that's his best attribute, uh, especially when you got a stud like Derrick Henry. So I like some of the stuff that they did. Um, they win the division. Um, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is a stud in the middle. I, I don't know about the rest of the defense, to be quite honest. Um, if their defense, see, I mean, it's almost like twofold. Obviously, Derrick Henry has to have a good season. And Ryan Tannehill can't turn into, you know, he needs to be the difference maker that Tanner knows that he is. And not just be, you know, the the, 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 the piece of crap quarterback that he was in Miami. If, if he could be a nice game manager, oh. not make the big mistake, and actually just get the ball to D Hop <laughs> and, and, and Burks and and Derrick Henry can run the ball, they have a, a chance. Um, I think if the defense is going to be one of the worst defenses in the league, then they have absolutely no chance of winning the division. But Johnny, here's here's a question for me. You said. Uh, we were we were talking last night on our show. D Hop can't run anymore. He can't go down the field. He can't go 15 yards down the field. He's basically five to seven yards and an out and to catch the ball. That's all D-hop, he is right now. He's gonna jump ball in the end zone. That's what I said. Red zone, red zone, he's gonna be a threat. And yes. you use more burks and, and guys like that, you know, in between the twenties. And yeah, D-Hop, you said last night. D-Hop can help you in the red zone. Um, so, like I said, I mean, we're, we're basically trying to put lipstick on a pig oh by God. trying to give you, uh, exactly. you know, the Titans can win the division if. You know what I'm saying? There is no if, but we're just playing along with it. You know what I'm saying? So, D-Hop's going to be a great block for Derek. I think D-Hop is going to have a nice season. Um, so, I, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be better than what people may – uh, give them credit for, but um, they definitely have to. They definitely have to be able to have some type of balance on offense 
and they got to be able to defend something, man. If, if they get if they're one of the worst defensive teams in, in football, then they have no chance. So that that will be they lose the division if the defense is t- complete crap. They win the division if Ryan Tannehill can actually uh, manage the games well and, and, and they can run the ball. That that's the whole. Th- I'll, I'll let the, the other two talk before I go. <laughs> You don't think Derek? I mean, Derek Henry ahead, has been facing full boxes his whole career, Tanner. bro. I'm, I'm gonna think, go last, Tanner. and they've never had a D hop. I mean, they had AJ Brown, of course, but I'm, I'm telling you, D hop. Derek Henry it seems, up, bro. and I, Sam can disagree or agree with this. Derek Henry seems to disappear at times in games. He does. You know, he he right. seems to not run like he should. Which, if he doesn't, if he does that. Tennessee's got no shot winning games. Well, no shot. Oh, no, of course. Well, of course. I mean, if Derrick Henry mm-hmm. runs for 1,100 yards, yeah, they they, yeah. they they win two games. Well, every running back disappears in games, though. Yeah, especially like, it's, it's a silly point. Right. Your quarterback yeah. has 12 yards going into the right. middle. And, and, and like I said, they, like, they had A.J. Just... Brown before, but they, they didn't have – I mean, D-Hop and, and Burks, I think it's going to be a, a nice Thanks, one-two. One, uh, for that offense, as far as wide receivers, I mean, th- there was nobody with AJ Brown. It was just AJ Brown. Right. Um, now exactly. they actually have two receivers. Um, exactly. You know, and they got a, like I said, I, I like the Spears kid at running back very well. He's going to be a, a nice third down back. Um, like I said, I think if if if, if Ryan Tannehill, you know, what I'm saying, is it doesn't completely you know, pee down his leg, uh, they have a chance to win some games. Um, but I, my my biggest thing is, is the defense. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I think Henry's yeah. going to get his yards. Yeah. Um, but if the defense can't stop anybody, then it's not going to matter. Yeah, because then you got to you got to rely on Tannehill. To Tannehill, win the game for you. right? Yeah, yeah, Tannehill ain't gonna ain't gonna throw for 400 yards and win you the game. No, he ain't doing that. Exactly. You, ahead, yeah, Tanner, uh, what's your what's your thoughts here? Johnny, you guys just want to get out of the way, like real quick here, get your Tannehill jokes. Going, difference maker. Go ahead, just just real quick. Get out of here. Well, I mean, I, I had to get. No, no, you got it. When are we ever going to talk about the Titans again? That's true. Sorry, oh, Sam. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, we got a Titans fanatic, so we're probably going to talk about it every freaking week. They'll, they'll probably be uh, right. maybe draft season. We'll talk about Sorry, that, that, was, <laughs> that was all. That was with love, right. nothing but love, Sam. Nothing but love. All right, all right. Let's let's get into it, guys. Let's get into the. The, the meat and bones here. Okay. Titan, Tennessee Titans, of course, like you stated, Nick, their draft picks were all offensive going to play. They did not invest any draft picks in the defensive side this year, which is interesting for a variable team because you expect him to want to go get some hit guys that want to hit, guys that want to play some defense out there. So that's an interesting take. So let's go to the offense real quick. Investing with Skoronsky there in the left guard. Love it. Beefing up that line, getting Brunskill from San Francisco. Another decent line. Andre Dillard as well from Philadelphia. Just trying to get a little pieces, trying to you know maneuver there because you know what you got to do here besides run the ball, and that is uh, you have to protect Ryan Tannehill. And uh, we'll get more into Ryan Tannehill in a minute. Uh, but Traylon Burks and DeAndre Hopkins are going to be your your key guys. Chris Moore from Houston. I like the kid. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to yeah. fit in this offense very well. He might even surpass Westbrook uh, here very soon in that case. So, but the wide receivers are. Outside of the top two are fairly average, but I mean, it's guys that could still step up at times. Uh, well, I said we'll get more into Tannehill in a minute. Look at the defensive side of things. You went after Autry, which I love that move there for the defensive end. 
Uh, I mean, there wasn't really too much outside of that. Arden Key from Jacksonville, Sean Murphy Button, but Murphy Button. I think it's kind of overrated, but I think he should fill in quite fine there in the secondary for this team. A lot, like I said, a lot of guys returning. This is a don't catch the injury bug year for for Vrabel in this defense. Because uh, if you catch that injury bug, it's going to be a long season for these guys. Back to it. Tennessee Titans win the division if Ryan Tannehill gets D-hop over 1,000 yards and Traylon Burke <laughs> at 900 yards. Okay, mm. They win the division there. The Tennessee Titans lose the division. right? They don't win it at all if Ryan Tannehill goes down. Well, I mean, you can say that for any team, though. I forgot. You you poo-pooed all over Tannehill. I forgot. He can say that. You can't say that for every team, right? You can't say that for If Patrick Mahomes goes down, y'all not winning. If Tua goes down, you can say you could say if Tannehill gets benched for Will Levis. You guys are talking Will Levis and Malik Willis filling in for Ryan Tannehill like he's nothing. Ryan Tannehill, as much as you're going to make fun of me later on for it because you're going to take it out of context, he is the difference maker for this team. When Tannehill's not in, you're throwing 12 What's yards in the second quarter. 12 yards? No, uh, no it's not. Win Nick, games. I'm sorry. I don't care who's behind the – I don't care if Barry Sanders is behind Tannehill in that one. He's still being stopped consecutively. If Ryan Tannehill is not in this game, and you got to rely on Will Levis for God's sakes and Malik no, Will yeah, for God's sakes. You okay. are losing this division, Johnny. Okay, that's hey, almost. Hey, no, no, absolutely. Right. I absolutely agree with that. Will Will okay. Levis I, is not okay. the answer. We, I, I, I see where Tanner's stuff. coming from, and, I, and that was. Uh, and hope Sam, go ahead, defend like, your whole, honor. Sorry, and real your quick, team real quick. Does the, well, before you do, okay. Sam, before you do, Sam, does the oh whole panel God. here is like <laughs> agree, or are y'all all on board that Will Levis is garbage? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Bro. Yes. Do we, I don't know. I'm not gonna say. It's how do we know? Say well, look, well, okay. 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 All right. Look. Look. <laughs> this is a whole. This is a whole that's, different that's, topic. That's about Easy. Right. Simple answer. Mayo and coffee. Discussions over. Wait, Everybody, let, let's stand up <laughs> okay. before him and uh, let him defend his honor here. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Okay. Let me uh, have your attention, please. Okay. And Rios. Uh, the, uh, when you, I think Tanner's absolutely right. Look, he's had a resurgent here. Tanner has, and you guys are wrong on several fronts. He has won the game for them when Derrick Henry couldn't do it. He's won games in Houston Rios when, uh, when he won it. Okay. Deep ball to, uh, you know, wide receivers to win the game. He's done that. He beat the chiefs Tanner, not to diss him, uh, diss all that back in 2019, and they had to pass it. They could not run the ball. Okay. So it is possible for him to do it. Also, he hasn't been injured as a Titan until last year. Okay. So let's, let's knock it off with the whole injury thing. I understand it didn't go well in Miami, but he hasn't been injured till last year. So, I'll get those facts out of the way. And so when it comes to this kind of thing, there is Sam the fan, which says we're going to win the whole damn thing if this, blah, blah, blah. And then there's Sam the logical person, right? So Sam sits here and looks at it. He's not wild about the draft. Uh, however, I refuse I refuse to believe that a Vrabel-led team will not have a good defense. And I think they're going to have the best defense in the, in the division. Not the league, but in the division. Top 10, maybe. So I I sit there 
and say that's going to win you some games. And I think they're going to be number two right behind the Jags. They might split with the Jags. They might get beat by both the Jags. But uh, I, I think you split with Houston, Rios, if that makes you feel any better. Uh, but uh, I sit here and I look at this team, and unless, they're really gambling on year two guys. They are really gambling on Traylon Burks being something. They are really gambling on Chickaconquo being something. They are really gambling on Kyle Phillips being something. And that is some chances I would have never take. So – uh, I think they will be middling this year. Not terrible, not good, but right in the middle of it. Jeff Fisher, right? Just eight and eight. <laughs> or, you know, in this case, nine and eight or whatever. And we're not talking records here, Sam. Just tell us who win the division if or if not. Oh, I'm sorry. They win, they win the division if they, the wide receivers get the ball. Okay. That, that, that's how they win the division. They got to have some passing yards under their belt. Last year was absolutely terrible in that regard. They can their offensive coordinator. They've got to get the passing game going. I don't care if it's like, like Chickaconquo, because I think it's going to be Chickaconquo is going to be the big one. That's that's how I feel. They don't win the division if uh, if Will Levis is playing or Malik Willis. That's that's how I see it. Boom. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Is, I, so I, I'm right there with you, Sam. Uh, I, I think if the if the Titans win this division, if Tannehill throws for 30, 30 plus touchdowns, uh, Derrick Henry plays really well, you know, stays healthy, and they get they get Hopkins and Burks the ball. But if if Will Levis, if Will Levis or uh, Malik Willis play more than four games, uh, start more than four games together, yeah, it's over. the season's season's over. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where the Titans, before we get to the, the, yeah, cash it in, uh, before we get to the, uh, the next team, the Colts, uh, Scott, give us your, your gambling picks and fantasy picks on the last two teams we just covered. So Jacksonville's fantasy guy is Calvin Ridley and he holds the key to this whole offensive team. If he is the alpha receiver that everybody says he is in, in training camp, Jacksonville's offense will be extremely dangerous if he's not they're going to be they're going to be a middling a, a basically a middling offense um for tennessee it's chica conquo as sam said he's the athletic tight end the guy down the middle that ryan Tannehill can go to time after time to loosen up the defense and for them to be ultra dangerous in the passing game in terms of betting jacksonville trevor lawrence over under 4050 passing yards i think he's going over I think they're going to throw the ball a lot this year with the, so. Ridley, with the Ridley uh, acquisition. For Tennessee, DeAndre Hopkins, 850 and a half yards. I think he goes over, but I think it's yeah, just over. Like nine. It's over 900 <laughs> for sure, if not 1,000. He's getting a G. He's getting a G. Yeah, and uh, Lawrence's over on the passing yards is minus 115. Hopkins over on the receiving yards is minus 110. So it's good value for both. So like it. Like it. Let's get into the third team here. They finished third in the division. Uh, it's another than the Colts. They got a new head coach now. Uh, oh, I passed them on my notes here. Uh, they got a new coach. Oh, they went. They the Colts got. I guess I didn't even put this Colts on here. I'm an idiot. Where are they at? Well, why would Titans? Well, they're, they're busy delivering. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. They got the new coach. I passed them. I, they got a new coach. They bring it in. So they got a new coach. Uh, obviously, the disaster that was last year, they went 4-12. and 12. They had two coaches they're, last year. They're not. Uh, they're they bring not in Gardner Minshew. Sorry. Uh, they got asked, a new uh, question. Uh, new quarterbacks. Uh, Gardner Minshew is the backup. They got Giantre Evans is here. They didn't really sign anybody else. Samson Umbukak. Um, um, I don't even know how to say his name. Gone is Yannick Nagakwe, uh, Paris Campbell, Bobby Okriki. They did draft. Uh, they drafted Anthony Richardson, Julius Burns, Josh Downs, Blake Freeland, uh, and uh, some guy with who's got the same looks like same first name, same last name uh, in the fourth round. I mean. Rios, what's your thoughts here on the Colts who just seem to be searching for a franchise quarterback since uh, Andrew Luck decided to retire three days before the season? Right. I'm excited to see Anthony Richardson play. It's, it's going to take him probably to like the midway of the season to really find his groove. I'm, I'm curious how this Jonathan Taylor situation plays out, though. Like, you're spending $20 million to transport a kilo away, but you won't pay your, your running back. It's really bizarre, but I'm they go as if – if JT stays, I think uh, definitely helps the rookie quarterback. If he goes, they're going to be a disaster on the field on both sides of the ball, honestly. Dang. Boy, he, he, that was short and sweet. Really. Tanner, what's your it. thoughts? Here? Yeah, I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it really was. Like, it's not much to say. Like, yeah, there's, they're going to be the pick of number one overall. Yeah, they're they're definitely in that contention, right? right? I mean, outside of yeah, we'll go with you, Tanner. What's your thoughts here on? Yeah, Alec Pierce, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Isaiah McKenzie, right there in the receiver ranks. I love me some Josh Down uh, as well in this lineup here. I think he gets a lot of targets coming his way towards the middle of the season. Uh, You know, their their line's still good. Their line's still really good. It's not like they lost a bunch of guys. But they got to be able to get the ball out and run the ball. You know, Anthony Richardson is it's, it's not the guy. Garner, the mustache, legendary mustache guy, <laughs> has to be a quarterback in this. In this Florida man. At least, at That's least what I start. call him. At least to start. Man. You know, give, give me the mustache to start the season. Because why don't throw the rookie in right away? I mean, I don't care how great he looks throwing in drills. Don't throw the don't throw a guy out there like that. We've seen that happen to rookies, especially rookies that may be quite on the border of being ready. Damn it! <laughs> it's on fire, man. We're Houston. So, uh, but I mean, look, the run game's gonna be a concern. We don't know what's gonna happen there. Defensive wise, you know, can DeForest Buckner stay healthy? Can you know Shaq Leonard? Can can he can he stay healthy? Can he be even play major majority of the games this year? On that one. Uh, not, not a lot of stuff happened. I know they – I did like the Adetomoya uh, Adebawar from Northwestern, the, that Northwestern defensive end. They have him at D-tackle here. Big kid, big guy. He can do it. So I like that one. But, yeah, you know, this – the Colts – wait, what happened? Why am I Scott Cope now? <laughs> oh, let's talk about chowder. Oh, Nick left. That's why. Okay, that's fine. Oh, uh, uh, cockies, so, cockies. So, uh, I think, Yo, <laughs> yeah, Nick just left. That's all it was. So, <laughs> <got his> <laughs> oh, that's funny.
Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. We're getting them back. Hang on. So I think the Indianapolis Colts win the division. If the Jaguars lose their six best starters, the Titans lose their three best starters, and <laughs> uh, Houston Texans uh, have lose everybody else like on top of that. So that's uh that's my my theory there. It's not a pretty pretty sight. So um, for that one, mm-hmm. Scott, go ahead. Um, Anthony Richardson is, is, is not ready as an NFL quarterback. Not now, not this year at all. I think if no. the Colts were smart, Gardner Minshew would be the starting quarterback for the whole year. Anthony Richardson is not an accurate passer. He, the only thing he's got going for him is he can run the ball. Um, I, I agree with you guys. I think the Colts are going to be in contention for that number one draft pick this year. If this Jonathan Taylor situation does not get settled out very quickly, um, that could that could fester into the regular season and be a problem for the Colts if they don't have Jonathan Taylor running the ball for them. Boo, no way. Ed, boo. <laughs> Ouch. I, I think the Colts are in a rebuilding situation big time. I don't think Anthony Richardson can get the ball to Michael Pittman or Alec Pierce unless they're two yards past the line of scrimmage. So, um, I'm really not. The Colts win the division. If Anthony Richardson all of a sudden becomes a studded quarterback like the Colts think he can be, the Colts lose the division if Jonathan Taylor does not play it down for them this year. I like that. Woo! That's good. I like that, Scott. Johnny, what's your thoughts here? Johnny's on mute. We can't hear you. Johnny. Johnny? Johnny. Johnny, you muted yourself. There you go, Johnny. Apologies. I've been coughing a lot. I didn't want to meet him. Um, aside from Anthony Richardson, obviously, you know, I, I like I like what they did in the draft. Um, I, I like the the Brent's kid out, out of K State, the corner. Um, I'm with Tanner. I like Josh Downs. Um, with Pittman, um, I think that's a that's a good little combo there. Uh, they got um, some offensive line help, and they already have a good offensive line. They got the kid out of BYU, uh, Blake Freeland. And I'm with you with the Northwestern defensive tackle. They had him down as a defensive tackle, defensive end. Uh, Anatomina, whatever you know what I'm saying, but he's a good player. So, I mean, and they had like six other draft picks. So, they, they, they obviously are going to be a young team. Um, they win the division if Jonathan Taylor plays the whole season and Gardner Minshew plays most of the season. They win a division. You know, if they actually sit – uh, Anthony Richardson let him learn, and they go with the with the mustache. You know what I'm saying? And Jonathan Taylor stays there. I think there's some pieces there that they may be able to do something. I mean, I, I I'm I'm trying to spin it. You know what I mean? Because we we're doing this whole they can win if you know whatever. Um, but they lose it. I'm with Scott. They lose it if if John. I think it's a great suggestion. Yeah, if John if John <laughs> yeah, if, if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, um, they, they're going to get the first pick in the draft, bro. Or if Anthony Richardson plays every game, they, they're going to get the first pick in the draft. Free Willie. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Perkinson, baby. No, Jimmy Perkins. They, uh, if the Colts win the division, if the skies part, 
these part and we realize that Anthony Richardson is the second coming of Jesus Christ himself and he walks on fucking water. That's how the Colts win this division because it's just not happening. They have absolutely zero talent. So unless Anthony Richardson is Jesus Christ himself, that's the only way this team's winning the division. They don't win the division by just, well, I don't know, lining up Line it up on uh, line it up on Sunday. That's all they got to do. Right. Uh, I who knows? I think they're we're going to have to develop Anthony Richardson. They're hoping that Shane Sykton can do for Anthony Richardson what he did for Jalen Hurts. But even that took some time, and it's going right. to take some time uh, this year too for for him. They have no weapons. I mean, we talked JT. Who knows if he's showing up? Not showing up? Uh, we talked about that already on Monday's show. They have no. No offensive wide receivers, no tight end to speak of. Uh, a couple years ago, they had a great offensive line. This they just this team absolutely stinks. Uh, get Pat McAfee back to being a punter or something because at least then it'll be entertaining to watch. The tickets on the field. By the way, this is gonna be like one of those weird ass teams that you know they expect to suck, kind of like the Seahawks last year, right? We expected them to just be awful. Right, compete for the one number yeah. one pick, and then they're going to turn in. They're going to have like a five game win streak to start the season. We're going to be like, "All right, wh- what the hell's going on here?" Right? Uh, is the world ending? Uh, is the sky's uh, apart? Well, what the hell's going on? Did, uh, uh, let me let me repent my sins now, then. <laughs> do we have enough time? Scott, to do Scott before we get on to the, I, I didn't do the Colts. Oh, Good morning. Do the Col- yeah, go ahead. Okay, sure. Well, my bad. Short I'm sorry. Sweet here. It's okay. Pretty much you guys have covered it, right? Anthony Richardson is nowhere near ready. I mean, you look at that that uh, camp and watch him skip balls on a five-yard out, and you're like, oh, God help me. Uh, so, like, he, he's got a long way to go. doesn't mean he won't be good later, but I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I think their secondary is improved, but – and that might win you a couple of games, but I, I, I think they're bottom feeders. I don't think they win more than four games. I, I think they're, you know – They'll probably steal one, but I think they only win four at most. Uh, but yeah, they win the division if uh, pretty much like Nick. It, I, I'll go with uh, I can't remember if it's Johnny or Scott said uh, if uh, Florida man starts the game, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I think yeah, because yeah, that that that, that guy yeah that guy can at least you know do his thing. Uh, they lose. Uh, well, I mean, they lose if they start Anthony Richardson the whole season. That's how I yeah. see it. They just—he's not ready at all. Hey, all right, now now it's time to talk about Scott, the worst go division ahead and give in, us in, in the. Hold on, hold on, Scott. Go ahead and give us our, so my fantasy. Give us our back fantasy and gambling here on the post. In the south is Jonathan Taylor. If he does not run like he did two years ago and was the leading rusher in the NFL. The Colts are in serious trouble. If he doesn't show up and play, the Colts are in serious trouble. So Jonathan Taylor is going to have to be that beast of a running back that we all know he's going to be. I have no betting angle on the Colts. My betting angle for the Colts is uh, will Ed and Columbus get his own 30-minute co- uh, comedy show on Let's Talk Sports this year? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what is the over-under on wins for the Colts, Scott? It's six and a half right now. Oh, I really? Wow. Definitely under. Dropping fast. It, it, it was seven and a half. It's, yeah. I think it, I, in some books it's six and a half. In other books it's five and a half. You just got to shop around. But I, I don't think they win more than three games this year, to be honest with you. 
Woo! Yeah, I'm with you on that. Dang, Dang. If Gardner plays, maybe yeah, five, I, maybe five. But if Gardner doesn't seven. play, they they may only win a game or two. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I have a I, feeling if, if if they ship out JT, they're probably going to just put out Richardson just to get some fans in the seats. But it's going to be disastrous to watch because he's not he's not ready to start. It is. <laughs> it most definitely is. Hmm. All right, let's get into the last team of the division here. Uh, they finished dead last, had the first pick. They traded up to get the first pick in the draft. It's the Houston Texans. They finished 3-13 and last year. New head coach, new general manager, new fresh start for the Rios' Texans. Man, they brought in a lot of great players. Uh, Dalton Shorts, Jimmy Ward, Sheldon Rankin, Quill Griffith, Denzel Perriman, Devin Singletary, Robert Woods, Noah Brown, Michael, De- Michael Dieter, Case Keenum. Hassan Ridgeway, Case Winovich, Corey Littlejohn, Steven Sims. The only people they, that left uh, town is uh, some guys whose name I can't pronounce and Rasheem Green. Obviously, in the draft, man, they crushed it in the draft. Gotten C.J. Stroud, took him uh, number one overall. Will Anderson – or not number two overall, I'm sorry, the Texans right. did. Uh, Will Anderson, uh, Juice Struggs, Nathaniel Dell, uh, Dylan Horton, and Henry Tutu – uh, Rios, <laughs> tell us why your Texans are going to win this damn division. Did you mention Cooks? So, so let me yeah. preface this. Oh, yeah, oh, Brandon Cooks left, but it wasn't yeah. too big of a loss. I mean, it would have been nice to have a legit number one receiver, what? but he didn't want to be Wait. here. Like, what, you need someone in the I wouldn't want to be there either. <laughs> no, so let me say, I'm, I, for the last few years, I've been the biggest pessimist. I, the furthest thing from a homer there is. I was always, you know, we're going to win one, two games. I've been for the last couple of years. But uh, with the hiring to me, just all these moves they made, I didn't sense of hope. And just looking back at the, some of the games last year, there was a lot of one-score games we lost because incompetent quarterback play. The defense kept us in games. We, we took the Chiefs to overtime. We lost because Davis Mills pulled the ball. And, you know, they were already in their own side of the field. Easy field goal. So I think now with D'Amico changing the defensive scheme, that Tampa, too, I never want to hear those words ever again in my life. <laughs> because you take – the year before you took Derek Steele number three, and he's a he's a man-to-man corner. You have him playing – his job's not to cover grass. His job is to cover your team's best receiver. So you had him out of place, and just, it was a disaster all around. Now you got D'Amico bringing the same scheme the 49ers run. You got a competent quarterback play with the rookie. He's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes, but – Again, a rookie CJ is better than Davis Hills. You got a healthy Damian Pierce. You got a competent backup running back. Because last year when Damian Pierce went down, our running back was Rex Burkhead. That was just disaster to watch. It was. They go trolling over here. Damn, son. (laughs) 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 He He can say what he wants, but. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the internet for you? The Texans win the division. The Texans win the division if what? They win the division if on defense those, those guys can stay healthy. And if CJ Stroud doesn't have the, um, make a ton of rookie mistakes. I think this team's gonna be carried by the defense. They're gonna win a lot of games, but it's gonna be ugly wins. You know, winning by a field goal, the relying on the 13 to 10, stride. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Tilly finds his stride, and then he actually becomes the leader of the team. 
Wow. Like I said, I got them winning eight. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be close between them and the Jaguars. Let's put it that way. Woo! Wow. Okay, that's a little homerish. Johnny, what's your thoughts here on the on the Houston Texans? I mean, I I actually like what Houston has, did in the offseason. Um, I, I I was more on C.J. Stroud than um than the kid going to to Carolina. I can't even remember his name right now. Um, Rush Young. Yeah, and then the trade for for, for Will dang. Anderson. So wow. they basically got the best defensive player. I, I, I love the. Chat I don't. Th- I don't think he's going to be all that great in Carolina. I'm just saying, but <laughs> I, I like CJ Stroud way better. Um, then they make the trade up to get Will Anderson, who's, who was probably the best defensive player on the board. So I like that one. Uh, Scruggs is a good player on offensive on the offensive line, but free agency. They got Devin Singletary to help them out in the backfield. Hopefully, Damian Pierce. It does come back 100%. The kid is a stud. Um, they got Schultz uh, at tight end. They got Jimmy Ward at free safety. They got Robert Woods to kind of replace. He said uh, eight, Brooke, Flo. You know, Cooks. <laughs> um, Sheldon Rankins, a defensive tackle they got from the – so I think I, I think D'Amico Ryan's got the guy, some of the guys that he wanted. So I think the defense is going to be is going to be better. Um, I'm not – Nowhere drinking Rios' Kool-Aid on this. I can't drink that hard liquor that Rios be drinking, man. I just can't do it. Um, but I think they're gonna be, I think they I think I think they're definitely gonna be better. Um they they win the division if CJ Stroud turns out to be that dude. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think he'll be good. But I don't. I don't know that he's just gonna come out the box, you know, just playing that well. Not, so. not that dude, but that dude. Right. But <laughs> it, if he does, then they have a chance because I think the defense is gonna be really good. Um, and they don't win the division. Um, I, I guess if, if Damian Pierce ain't a hundred percent, and they can't protect this kid up front, uh, then then they have no chance. And if he if he's not, it's 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 all on CJ Stroud. If CJ Stroud is that dude, they have a chance to win games because that defense is going to be good. If he's not, then then they're going to struggle. So I think it's all on CJ Stroud whether they win the division or not. Scott, what's your thoughts here on the on the Texans? Good job, Johnny. That's I tried, good job. Yeah. So so I you think do, the Texans are much improved this year. If you guys don't remember, the Texans were a top ten. Oh, here we go. <laughs> defense against the pass. So oh, they're really good against the pass, and they just brought in D'Amico Ryans, who's a defensive coach. Yep. So in other words, if they can focus on the run and, and slow down teams from running against them, this secondary is fine against the pass. So they'll be a much better defensive team um, in going forward all season. Offensively, Everybody questions the Robert Woods signing. I like I that don't, And I don't. Here's why. The, the Texans needed that veteran wide receiver to come in and not be a force, but to help out the younger receivers to feel their way through. The, and then don't I'm forget John Mechie's coming back too. John he he back. wasn't on the list, but he didn't play, he didn't play last guy, year because of cancer. So. And the he other looked, guy. He's, he's like damn good training. Yeah, Tank Dell was a guy that C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. banged on the table for the Texans to draft. Mm-hmm. So you know that if C.J. Stroud wanted them to draft him, and they did, he's going to throw to him a lot. Yep. So I think that the Texans are going to be a much, much better team 
because their quarterback play is going to be better than it was last year. They have a coach that will give them stability in their whole organization. And with those two things alone, their Texans will be much, much better and will be competitive in almost every game they play. The Texans win the division if C.J. Stroud comes of age this year as the season goes on and he becomes a, a solid NFL quarterback. The Texans do not win the division this year if that defense takes a step back from where they were last year. So that's what I, that's what. I Fair enough. Sam, your thoughts on the Texans here? Rios, I love you. I love our friendship and everything like that. Your Texans are going to win seven games. I didn't know you guys are friends. Rios, you're not friends with him, are you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tanner. I thought you, know, you told. I'm going to pull. I'm going to pull out the DMs. Hold on, but uh, friends so, is a strong word. <laughs> very, very okay. Very hey, familiar. He's not a friend. <laughs> anyway, I think the Texans next year will be way more deadly than this year. I think it's all got to come together, and I don't think it's going to get him. I'm not going to get him. Uh, the uh, I think the te- it's just an opinion. Uh, I think the Texans are not going to have it all together this year. I think uh, C.J. Stroud struggles early and then gets better late. Uh, but uh, the I just see them only getting seven wins. I can't see them going over it unless they have no you know, predictions till the end. Yeah, no well, I mean, he, he, I, I, I thought he was a point of reference here. It don't matter. So okay, all right, cool. I uh, I think they struggle a lot early. I do love their draft picks. I do like Danico Ryan's. There's no doubt about it. I think they've made some significant moves, but they're not ready to come together yet. So I see them kind of uh, a little below middling. And uh, I, but I do I do expect them to get better next year and the year after that, and then that's yeah. when I'd be ready for them to volcano. They win the division if that defense is just balls to the wall. That, that's, how Tanner, I, that's how I see it. Uh, and they lose the division if C.J. Oh. Stroud is poopy. So. <laughs> very eloquent, sir. Very eloquent. Poopy. Yeah. Poopy. 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 Oh, look, Poopy. I love the new coaching change. Uh, I love CJ Stroud. I know I was indifferent about the last team and their rookie quarterback, but I believe this is a better situation with better weapons as well. Coming to play, oh, yeah. he's going to be good. I love me yes. some team Dale. I think the Robert Woods signing is important. And same with yep. the Dalton Colts. Because yep. you added veteran presence on that offensive line that are part of the weapons that were part of an offense that got targets. Very important to remember that Robert Woods and Dalton Schultz. Robert Woods may not play the whole season, but still very important to this team for the Houston. He Texans. led the team and he led the team in drops last year on my team. Just FYI, and not open drop. He's I, also I, coming back. He's this is year two removed from I was about his saying, ACL. This is year two, right? right. This is another year. Is that, does that affect right his hands? Right. Does that does that affect he, his hands? Listen, he's the number okay. four wide receiver. No, just your mouth cooking does. <laughs> oh, no, they were just. See, this is what Sam has a point. Sam has a point, so you got a poo-poo on it. He didn't catch the damn ball said last your, year. I just said your mom's cooking had a, had a had it on it. No, oh fuck your no, mom, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, Robert Woods. No, he did not. Uh, I want to say, yeah, he did not have a good year performance-wise. Uh, but again, this is just it's the knowledge that he brings, the veteran presence that he brings is important for this this Houston team, especially important for Stroud. Uh look, I think it's the defense is all that makes the whole difference of this team. Offense, all they have to do is just play average. 
Emiko Ryans, if he can get anything close to what he had in, on uh, in San Francisco of guys just playing ball out, balling out, playing hard, just like you said, Sam, going hard on the defensive side. That's the that's the key right here. Defense needs to be top ten in order for this team to yeah. win the division. If this team is not top ten in their in their defense, they do not win the division. That's fair. All right, so here's my the the Tex the Texans win this division if D'Amico Ryan's makes this defense the 49ers defense. Um, that's where they can win this division. That's how they win this division. Now you guys all hit it on um, uh, CJ Stroud. I'm gonna say this: sometimes you're a good coordinator, i.e. Hackett. Sometimes you're good, uh, and you're not a good you're a good coordinator, not a good coach like Hackett. If D'Amico Ryan's is not a good coach and he's just a good defensive coordinator and doesn't have the right guys around him to help him out, this team's not going to be very it's good either. Uh, they're going to be better. If that's yeah, the case, they're right? going to be better than the, they're going to be better than the Colts, but they won't be better than you know they won't be as good as we think they are. So that's why they won't win the division. Scott, before we start making our predictions, give us our gambling and fantasy uh, aspects here. Fantasy guy is C.J. Stroud. I think if he if he becomes the quarterback that the Texans want him to become, I think the Texans can be a 500 team this year, if not better. Um, the betting angle is just simple: six and a half wins over under. I think they go over. All right. Hey, let's go. We'll go. We'll, we'll just go around. We'll give it. Say your fourth team, the team you got finished dead last and their record. Rios, we'll start with you. The team you got Colts. picked dead last in the record. I'm going to go Colts, two and 15. Whoop. Johnny, the team you got to pick dead last in the record. Uh oh, Johnny. Johnny, you, you muted again. <laughs> Mute what yourself. happened, Johnny? Come Stop back. muting yourself. Where are they? Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to be respectful because there's background noise here. Um, I got three and fourteen for the Colts. Man. Three and fourteen. Scott, go ahead. Colts three fourteen. Sam. Colts four twelve. Seventeen games. Oh, I'm seventeen sorry. games. I'm sir. sorry. I'm sorry. Four and thirteen. <laughs> I, I did the same thing. I'm still doing the 16 game season. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Colts with uh, the same win as the Packers, three games. Mm. <laughs> oh my God, that was I, unnecessary. You're just like <laughs> taking that dig at you, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, can't, yeah, Nick. I can't fucking wait to be proven wrong. Here, Nick. <laughs> hey, um, I got, I, I got the Colts. Get, I got the Colts the same thing three three and fourteen yeah. dead last. So that, so that's uh, our pick, then, Rios. Right? Yeah, well, the teachers keep going. To Everybody's got the Colts dead last, <laughs> right? But the three of us, three of us got them at three and fourteen. Are we not doing that for all the? You know what I'm saying? That's that's the LTS official. I mean, not rankings. Yeah, for, yeah. For the I mean, Colts. no, we didn't do that for the other picks. Oh, okay, but I mean, everybody did. Yeah, uh, Rios, what's you? We're pick your second to last team. Your third place team in this division, Sam. Let's hit start this by saying I, I love you, but it's going to be the time. Right, go ahead, five and twelve. Wow, totally fine, totally get it. In those matches. Hey Tanner, go ahead. Uh, your your third place team. Uh, my third place team is the Houston Texans. What's your record? What do you oh, got the, for the Texans? Sorry, they, they win eight games. Okay. Sam? 
Your third place team. Texans seven and ten. Okay. Seven and eleven. Yeah, baby. Seven and eleven. You're right. Seven and ten. You're right. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Did I get it wrong again? Shit. The math. 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 I I, I just just figured you were going to be one short, so I got got ahead of myself. Oh, Oh, I'm with I'm with Sam and Tanner. I get the Texans at seven and ten. It's a it's a clean sweep down here at seven and ten. Houston Texans. Ah, man, I got I, – I do think the Texans got their build in here, but I just like the – I like – I, 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 I like the, they're I, building. I, I see yeah, it. yeah. I think they're building great. I think they're – we're going to see. They're going to start the season real shitty, but the last month and a half of the season, they're going to come on uh, and they're going to win seven games. I think they could win three out of the last four games, and that's how they get to seven. I don't even know what their like the schedule looks like. I'm just fucking throwing some crazy shit out here, like Derek Lewis. I just throw some shit out here and hope it sticks. Uh, so I got the Texans uh, in third place. Uh, Rios, who you got finishing second? I'm gonna go Jaguars nine and eight. Oh, you fucking Homer! You knew this already, bro. Let's just say I'm a better gambler. I don't lose. (laughs) (laughs) All right, JG. Hey, uh, go ahead, Scott. We'll get we'll we'll get to you this time. I got I got the Titans at ten and seven until Mike Rabel um, until Mike Uh, Rabel Yeah, Mike Rabel's the best coach in the NFL in my mind. I, I think he'll he'll have the Titans playing really hard, and I think they'll find a way to get to 10 wins. Mm. <laughs> we talked Sam. About first hour. <laughs> uh, your, your, your second place team. Second place team, my Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'll go 9 and 8. Thought about 8 and 9, but I'll go 9 and 8. Tanner. Uh, we got the uh, – Tennessee Titans here, uh, nine and eight as well. Hey, uh, I got them. One, I got them one below that. I got the Titans at eight and nine. I was uh, struggling with it place, too, Johnny. Second That's where I was. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, Johnny. Uh, I got the Titans eight and nine. Uh, one game, so what, the t- they're going to be they're going to be one game. Yeah. Dumb and Dumb and Houston will be one, one game, game ahead of the Texans. Yeah, yeah, one game of the Texans. I went back and forth. Um, so, uh, I'm probably gonna get tired of talking the Titans with Sam on the show anyway. So I hope they lose every game. Actually, I hope they almost make the playoffs. So he has to drink mayonnaise. So yeah, I was uh, we'll like, see. but yeah, I got the Titans. In second we game. want them to win. <laughs> I need mean, yeah. yeah, I guess I do. I if they do it, gentlemen, D- I'll be the gets a thousand yards. That's all that matters. I hope he gets nine hundred and ninety uh, <laughs> We we know you got your Texans in first place here because you're a homer. Um, what do you? Uh, what's what's your guys' record here? I got it for a lot of bets, but you're exclusive. So I'm gonna go one game better than the Jaguars, ten and seven. We had the easy worst division in football. We played the NFC South this year. It's gonna be a lot of easy wins. Wow. Johnny, who you got here? What uh, first I, I place? Got, I got the Jags. You got the Jags and I got what's the, the Jags winning division? I got them at twelve and five. Scott, and I agree, Bobby. The Jets let me down. Aaron Rodgers is going to let me down. <laughs> all you want. I know it's coming. 
Um, no, for him. I have the, ja- I have the Jaguars at 12 and 5. Sam? Jaguars 11 and 6. Tanner, what you got? Jags with 10 wins. Mm. We're close. We're very close. The Jags won nine games last year. I I got them to get 11 this year. They take two-game jump. Uh, The Jaguars are your AFC South Division champions. Can't wait to see them in the playoffs. Book it, baby. Rios, one, two, three. Boo. Boo. (laughs) Rios, we'll get you out of here. Tell everybody where they can get you. Hey, when I write in January, much sweeter. Rios, tell everybody before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can, you and your uh, girlfriend Carlos, can, they can catch you and your girlfriend Carlos at. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and who's the, who's the bottom and the top in that situation? I feel like he's definitely the bottom. He's Carlos a has bottom. feminine features, so I figured he'd be on the bottom. <laughs> he, he's, a, he, he's a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he he ate your slump buster though, baby. Remember that. Oh wow! You're you're the one of the slump buster Sam. Where, where, where can we catch you at? What you guys got going on? Yes, one was drinking margaritas this last couple weeks. One was drinking beer. You guys put it together. Exactly. And they were sending me pictures of uh, at, at the at the Astros game, and Carlos is just slonging dogs like just eating them whole. Yeah. The man has no care. Just swallowing them whole. <laughs> I love the Astros. <laughs> no hitter. I was just yeah. chilly, like chilly cheeks off, just taking a full on. He's like a duck. He just puts it down his throat and just swallows. <laughs> if you could have seen my face, because he calls me during the game, he goes, "That's a no hitter." Lick the fattest part of my ass. And my wife was just dying in the background. My wife just dying, and she's like, "Ah, your team sucks. <laughs> your friends hate you." <laughs> Thanks. Following. So what do you guys got? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What do you guys got going on the rest of the week, Rios? <laughs> I'm dying, man. <laughs> this episode is definitely not suitable for children. <laughs> Bro, the swallowing glues is just in time. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the welcome to the Let's Talk Show. Welcome to the LTS Show, folks. <laughs> Rios, what you got going on this week, bro? <laughs> let, me, let me throw this up here. Hey, Carlos, put it in the chat. <laughs> Rios <laughs> lost it. We're <laughs> trying to get it. All right, so. All right, so tomorrow for this episode, we're presenting with our, our friend Big Sarge. He's, he's one of the bigger media guys in Houston, so that's coming out tomorrow morning. We have a live show on Saturday on Next Talk Sports. And we're probably going to do a show on uh, Tuesday. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Damn you, Sam. Stop laughing. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appreciate you joining us. Give it up for Carlos's boyfriend and co-host of the Just Fans Boys, Rios. We'll see you, Rios. Hi, Rios. Rios. Have a good night, bro. Thanks, Rios. You too, guys.
<laughs> Johnny, we're gonna Johnny get us uh to your final closing statements while Sam collects some stuff. Um, yo, r- real quick, Alan, bro, the LTS show is what is the is the godfather of Off the Rails, bro. That's where that's where Off the Rails came from. Is from this show. So just rem- remember that, Alan. Um, my my party, my final thought is just it's been a great week. Um, these these last couple of shows, that Monday show was awesome. Uh, with Jim and with, with Jonathan, um, I had fun. Finally, the, the Johnny Cruz show was back Monday nights, uh, 8 p.m. Let's talk Miami Dolphins Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Like I mentioned, the flow thanks to flow and Whitfield and and Tofu. It was nice having him back and Bobby G. Thanks everybody for for making the comments. But yeah, yeah, the Johnny Cruz show is back 8 p.m. Mondays. Uh, Let's talk Miami Dolphins with my boy Alex Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Uh, we had a cool great dude. show on Wednesday. Me and my boy Scott on the Scott Cove show with John Coventry. Definitely check that one out. Um, and the Scott Cove show is going to be move, moving back to Thursdays at 7. And, of course, you know, LTS, Monday nights 9, Thursday nights 9 p.m. And Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Um, I'm going to have an interesting cruising top five this Sunday coming up. So definitely check us out. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I love doing this show with you guys. Yo. It's it's, it's it's the best. It's the best show out there, man. I don't oh care what anybody God. says, man. Shoo, uh, Scott. Who are we betting on tomorrow night? Uh, we don't have any bets yeah. yet. I will. I will post them in the group chat tomorrow. Since Scott, that's your one damn job. Your one job is to give the people some bets. That's your, you're the gambling guy. Nick, here's the it's thing: you need to know. Yeah, you can't you be the face. Know. That's your, me. Your bets and numbers, your your prop bets and stuff, they don't drop till like two a.m. our time. So that's right. You gotta you gotta wait hey. till at least two a.m. our time to be able to throw bets in for the next day because you don't know what the numbers are yet. That that's true. Calm down. And this, and this will listen. This, this you gotta be prepared. This will be the last outro because YouTube just called me and they're canceling the show as of tonight because of Rio. So and, thank and you Jonathan. very much. Um, a couple couple things real quick. First of all, the the Scott Cole show know. last night. Pete, if people are in fantasy, they need to, to go watch it. Jim Coventry gave us a, a bunch of information um, that was that was really good that people weren't thinking of. Secondly, Dan Harris, shout out to Dan. Hope you feeling feeling good. Um, get better soon. Would love to see hear you back on the airwaves again. Um, you know, I've been talking to Dan the last three days. So um, again, shout out to Dan Harris. Hope he's feeling better. And uh, I'm getting a signed Tom Brady jersey from him in the mail this week sometime. So thank Tommy. you, Dan. I appreciate it. So, hey, uh, Sam, go ahead. Uh, your final thoughts here, sweetheart, Sam. I had uh, something like meaningful or whatnot, but maybe maybe this is meaningful for you. Uh, laughing is so very important. You got to have some laughter in your day, especially in like hard times and stuff like that. Like it's been a grueling week for me personally, work wise, and the wife's not being able to move around as much and stuff like that. You know, it's it wears on you a little bit. Uh, so it's good to get on here and laugh. So find laughter in your day somewhere. Find it. And if if that if that doesn't happen, just call Rios. He'll make you laugh. <laughs> uh, uh, honest Amish, honest Amish, my man. Mm-hmm. Sell it on uh, Amazon. What, Tanner? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Your final thoughts here. Oh, you do it. Yeah, I've heard of that place. Uh, 
Uh, guys, uh, that was fun. That was a fun little ending there for the preview of division. Always a great time here. Uh, 30 day, 30 nights of fantasy football. Fantasy football after dark continues after this show here. Mr. Scott Cobe is going to join us here. Uh, so I'm excited for that. We're going to do some uh, mocks on Sleeper. You know, we'll see what else goes on. So, uh, but we'll give you updates training camp. But I mean, I will blast on this thing here. Uh, and you know, we'll let's keep this thing rolling. Touche. Uh, man, it, it, uh, I've been dealing with like some internal stuff like in my head. And I tell you guys all the time, I really suffer from like, I, I do like depression and shit like that, man. I tell you guys this all the time. And I was like going through just a phase here the last like 48 hours of shit. Um, just, you know, whatever. And what comes in the mail today is none other than, uh, you know, Scott said he was getting assigned uh, football or jersey. Dan Harris sent me a signed Aaron Rodgers football. Um, and I, I was reminded at that moment when I needed something to pick me up, like whatever I got going on, like Dan Harris is like this great dude who's who's built this great platform. And like he has struggled through things his whole life. And um, he's done things and, and built something special here. Uh, the, you know, the five or six of us, whatever it is, uh, you know, every yeah. t- tuning in all the time. And, and uh, he continues to, you know, he didn't have to send me this. He doesn't have to do the things that he does. And like, he needs to be worrying about himself and his selfless acts continue to inspire me to like, man, like whatever I got going on, like that guy's got 10,000 things more worse and uh, still continue to be the most selfless person uh, you could ever meet in life. Uh, so, you know, um, appreciate you, Dan Harris. Appreciate you boys. Uh, this is a great show. Uh, so let's, let's get out of here. Be a friend, tell a friend folks, like subscribe, share. We'll see you Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Central for, uh, the boys on Bodkins. See you guys. Can I hit that outro, baby? We're not gonna take it. Anymore. Life better pop off with the you like Make a dream job No 9-5, no mean boss Just my life and free thoughts You could try to play But you're never gonna be me Look the other way What I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands came from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains Go free me People like sheep move feet Hurt it easy don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try to change, you can say no, free me